What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the video cult. Well, welcome back to the video cult. Uh, we are almost hitting double digits with episodes, so we're going to start getting uncomfortably familiar with you. Uh, I am, of course, Josh. I'm joined, uh, as always, by Nathan. Hello, cultists. And also Gabby. Hi. This is a very, <laughs> I find, I feel like I should have a, like, some sort of, like, salad that I can shake. Almost like <laughs> a, because this is, like, I find, like, a very Beverly Hills movie that I feel like we're going oh, to discuss. Oh, yeah. It, it, it goes in line with. Uh, uh, And I'm going to get into a bit of this, but the IMDb trivia for this movie is a bunch of fucking garbage, except for a couple things. But it's it's that crap. Like, I don't know if you ever looked at like movie details on Reddit and it's always just like, here's a movie detail. This actor was in another movie that's that started with the letter S. Isn't that fascinating? And that's what most of the trivia is like. But there was. Yeah, it was like this. This is. Uh, one of many uh, films in a string of movies that had Beverly Hills in the title. And I was like, holy fucking shit. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think you can say that's trivia. It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> I, I mean, it's trivial. <laughs> it, okay. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's garbage nonsense. It's not anything anyone needs to know. So this was fun, huh? Oh, I, I, I was absolutely fun. in love with this movie. I wrote down holy fucking shit so many times just in the yeah. course of this. There was some great, like, uh, didn't expect it to have as much licensed music in it, but yeah. it was fun when yeah. they used it. Um, definitely, I mean, they they knew what to do with that $19 million, mm-hmm. and that was build, <laughs> build a, uh, like loop of a neighborhood and a recreation of Rodeo Drive out of styrofoam in Mexico, <laughs> which is what they did. So they could just blow the shit up out of everything constantly. Yeah. I don't know how many fucking cars they wrecked on this movie, but it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, they must have just been buying them up. Like, can it go 30 miles an hour for at least 15 minutes? Because that's all we needed for. Yeah. It was incredible the sheer amount of devastation in this movie <laughs> yeah. and the fact that everything seemed to be made of and filled with kerosene. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Things go on fire almost just by themselves. You're, you're just watching the background. You're like, I don't I don't know where that fire started, but <laughs> yeah. I'm OK with it. At a, com- yeah, at a comical level, like a car will roll on its side and then yeah. burst into flames <laughs> like a Simpsons gag. Oh yeah. God, don't get into any of those cars. They're all death traps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it was like early 90s. There was no such thing as uh, protection for stunt people or actors. You know, it was just the Wild West. Pretty much. And, and there was a few. I mean, some of the actors in it are stunt people. The hitman. He was he's in other stuff. He, he is recognizable, but he was I think he did most of his work as a stuntman because he definitely did get actually set on fire there. At mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. You can see his hair is like soaked to, to prevent him from bursting into flames. <laughs> um. He's a better stuntman than hitman, I'll tell you that much. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, the movie was made in 1989, and I think Orion or one of the other production companies, they were going bankrupt, so it got shelved along with several other movies and then didn't come out until 1991. There's a video game uh, where you play as uh, two of the main characters uh, that we'll, we'll talk about in a minute here. I looked at uh, images of it, and it seems to be both a hybrid of like a point and click and like a top down shooter kind of like what oh, like the okay. diehard video game is like something mm-hmm. like so along those lines. Hmm. 
kind of like original Grand Theft Auto vibes where you're are you are you dialed out? Can you I guess this would have been like early 90s. So probably NES hardware. That this yeah, is it's a computer on. game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a computer game. My but bad. still okay. looks. Yeah, very. Yeah, very. Yeah. GTA top down looking mm. stuff. Yeah, not not much going on there yeah. uh, with puzzles and stuff. It is just funny that depending on which character you're using, there's like a really shitty JPEG of them like at the bottom <laughs> of the screen. So, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. yes, I'm this. I'm Boomer. <laughs> Oh fuck! Well, let's let's get into let's get into it. Okay, well, the movie plays us in with bongos over the credits. That's how you know you're in for an absolute treat. And uh, we get an opening narration from Kelvin. Not that we know it at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, who... it, it is very obviously Matt Frewer. It, yes. his yeah. voice is so. Even if I didn't know he was in this movie, it, it's so distinctive mm-hmm. when that guy talks. Yeah. It struck me as having a real vibe of one of those YouTube infotainment videos. It seems like it's like a realty commercial. Mm-hmm. It's like, come live in beautiful Beverly Hills. But like the stuff he's talking about isn't exactly selling points. Yeah. 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 I was like, how many shots are we going to have of the Cartier store or like Louis Vuitton or Gucci? Or there, yeah, like, it's basically I, all one street. Can, <laughs> can I can I answer that question? Uh, five minutes and 23 seconds. Okay. Oh, yeah. I yeah. also wrote down that I, I said it's a five minute, 40 second music video. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was so long. It was long. I so, was checking my watch. I was like. <laughs> Okay, I, I get it. Like Beverly Hills is nice, but I kind of want to get into the movie now, please. We are we are gonna start the movie. So there is a movie, right? Yeah. This isn't yeah. just B roll over an hour and a half worth of, of music from nineteen eighty nine. There was somebody involved. I forget who, but somebody involved in the production that was a music video guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was the guy who does the. Maybe it was the person who does the music. It's the same guy who did the music for Knight Rider, which was interesting. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, there's some music video person involved because yeah, this opening, this whole opening sequence is literally just a music video, and I. I the distressing amount of times that they would cut back and forth between the same two mm-hmm. shots. Yes. I'm like, I don't know what stylistic choice you thought you made, but it's yeah. fucking trash. It's like they, it's like they had like a limited amount of B-roll, and they're like, fuck, we got like another two minutes to film. <laughs> yeah. Just reuse the shots, reuse yeah. the shots. We're, good, it, we're okay. It would we're always good, be we're like, good. it would always be like on like a specific beat or a record scratch would yeah. be happening. So mm-hmm. the record scratch is happening. We're just jumping back and yeah. forth between the same two shots, just like fucking uh, giving us epileptic also those seizures. like those car transitions though oh i also made a note about the yeah. car transitions because it happened i was like first time it happened i was like coming in fast with yeah, these car yeah. transitions and then it happened seven more times and i was <laughs> yeah. like okay i'm over the car transition yeah. and star wipe yeah. <laughs> like, yeah i think one of my few notes from this section is lady dance rollerblading down the sidewalk. That's the life I want to live. <laughs> and but, that's not uncommon. I mm-hmm. did see that when I was in yeah. California. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. All right. I, I figured that that was set up for the movie, but now that you say that, I don't know. They might've just had cameras rolling, mm-hmm. but for anyone who hasn't watched this beforehand, it is legitimately over five minutes of just B-roll. Mm-hmm. You you wait and you wait and you wait. And it's pretty incredible. Um, the narration over is is done over by, uh, yeah, by Kelvin. In my naivete at the beginning of this movie, I said narration done by our Beverly Hills cop, just not the Beverly Hills cop that I want. Uh, <laughs> I rescind that because Kelvin is the Beverly Hills cop oh, that I want. Oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, I legitimately laughed out loud at some of the stuff he said. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got a good delivery. He's got a great delivery throughout the movie. But yeah, throughout just, here. just I know we're going to get into this. And this is I feel like the catchphrase we will probably say over and over and over again. 
But Kelvin's the fucking best. Yeah. Yes. He well, is. I, like, I doubt there was any lines written for this character beyond no. like, oh no, what's happening? And they just got Matt Frewer and they were like, just say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he goes some places. It's it's yeah. pretty yeah, fantastic. It's, yeah. So let's get into the movie proper yeah. here. Uh, so Robert Masterson, Robert Bat Masterson, because yeah. people call him Bat. Why is he? He looks like a fucking vampire. Yeah. Well, oh, Robert Davy has a fucked up. I was. I wrote, I don't know if he has lupus or what happened to him, but like yeah. he's always looked fucking crazy. Yeah, he's got some some facial scarring that looks. It looks almost like acne scars, but much worse. That's why I thought he might have had lupus. Yeah, <laughs> and like he's not. He's not a bad looking dude, but it's a very no. noticeable on his on his cheeks. Uh, and uh, so he arrives at a fancy party. The party is. I'm just saying he looks like a vampire because he's dressed up like a billionaire. And yeah. I assume all billionaires are vampires. Oh, God. We, we'll talk about the, everyone dressed the same. And I know it's like a late 80s, early 90s, you know, fancy everyone's mm. in tuxes. But my God, the amount of just like 50 something gray haired white dudes in this scene that they introduce <laughs> oh. us to in like bang, bang, bang. And I was yeah. just like, I don't. These are all. <laughs> I Are these the same guys? Are these different yeah. guys? I don't and know. Some of them leave to never come back yeah, again, too, exactly. which is great. They had to return the suit to the prop department because they're like, we got to recycle these suits. Come on, yeah. come on, come on. Like, we only have like five suits. <laughs> and uh, so he arrives at this party. Uh, it's a homeless benefit for, for LA, which is like smack dab in between two luxury stores. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with valet parking, it's like homeless benefit. Yeah. If you were homeless and you tried to come within like a mile of <laughs> yeah. this, this benefit you would be yeah. shot oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh so he meets the police chief and the mayor we'll see those two again though they're not major characters uh but he meets a uh, another old dude uh by the name of mitchell i believe and uh this is another character's father laura who is one of our our main supporting characters and it seems as though they've had some kind of relationship. There was a failed relationship there. Mm-hmm. He has a good line that says he hates uh, Bat, uh, yeah. as does most of the cast of this movie. Yeah. And uh, he has a good line. My daughter was slumming <laughs> Yeah, <it laughs> when was, they were together. I like that. And it was just like when it brings up because like he was like, I, I've written this down where, where um, Laura's father is like sort of criticizing Bat, you know, for having this wall. I thought you know, not understanding what this wall was. I thought that this would be like an early set of like a Trump supporter. Like I was like, build that wall, build that wall. I thought that too. Yeah. I thought like bat was like building a wall around like Beverly Hills to keep out the homeless. That's like what the homeless fund was for. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, this is like some shitty, shitty people, you know, like uh, of course, like Laura's dad's pissed off at this dude. Also one little caveat. I've noticed with Bat, whenever he mentions Laura's father, did he say daddy? I felt like he said daddy throughout the whole thing. Like, I it was like I, you're right. If it happened, I blocked it out of my yeah. mind. I don't know. And I was like, <laughs> are you, are you like, is there something you're not telling us, Bat? Like, it just rem- it reminds me of the movie Hard Target. John Claude Van Damme spends the whole movie just like, I'm going to find your daddy. I'm like, to, to, a, to a 36 daddy. year old woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of conversations that go on in this short little time frame that are very clearly conversations continued from something we don't see. A lot of these 
people all they all know each other they're all rich beverly hills people so there was one of the times where i was just like i have no clue what any of these dudes are talking about the wall was one of it i didn't get the wall answered until like the end of the movie yeah i didn't even realize they talked about it this is the first time (laughs) i'm hearing this you guys noticed it i didn't notice it at all yeah i was latched onto some other stuff we Mm. had because we had our introduction uh, matt uh, fruber's character was introduced when yes. there's some homeless people like looking, or I don't even know if they're homeless. They I just think they are. They, they just, just are rich people, people that wanted to look in the window of a store, and yeah. a guy comes out like trying to shoo them away. Like you're not allowed to do that, and he kind of like interrupts it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> we also meet uh, Oliver Barney, who is going to be an important character. He's a ex cop, and now is helping like party plan this. He, would, I, I don't he, know what his role is he, for the party, but security. Oh, is he so he okay. has like he's working for or has some security company and that's what he that's what he was doing. Okay, I missed that bit. All right, all right. I said just ex cop slash party planner. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. 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 Uh, that, I mean, that would be a pretty. That seems like a regular lateral move in in Beverly Hills. Oh, very yeah. clearly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's that movie Cellular where <laughs> fucking uh, William H Macy is a cop, but he's retiring to open a spa <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, and then. We get an introduction to the best character ever on screen. I mean, we have to give a round of applause for Kelvin, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So let's just. Yeah. <laughs> best dude ever. He really is. Kel- Kelvin does a lot of heavy lifting for this movie mm-hmm. in terms of the dialogue and just well, some of the, of the comedic bits. Out of our two main actors, he's the only one who knows what acting is. <laughs> uh, Ken, Ken Wall, who plays Boomer, really has a broad definition of acting. He sure yeah. does. Um, <laughs> I think like... It's like Brendan Fraser with all of the charisma sucked out of him. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. w- Every time I heard him speak, I was like, this is like a very phoning it in Brendan Fraser because yeah. he sounds just like him in yeah. certain ways yeah. right? he's got that very deep kind of voice also, uh, also like not the last mullet we're gonna see oh no unbridled mulletry uh, exactly. in this movie. Oh, we'll, we can get into boomers mullet. like I could write yeah, a dissertation he- <laughs> on boomers mullet I love that thing because so it's much. also a fucking ducktail yeah. it it's is. also like a duck's ass and a mullet at the yeah. same time it's atrocious um, but yeah. yeah, I think he, he shows up. He's kind of like yeah. late. Well, actually, well, um, Kelvin has to go Kelvin get him. has to go get him. Yeah. yeah. Bar- Barney is, and but- Kelvin have a great little exchange. Get Hayes back here now. Or I'm going to fucking drill you where you stand. Can you understand that much? Is that a get gay thing, sir? Going. Oh yeah. 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 There's a, a few times where I, it's see it, like there's that. There's a few things that other people like hero characters say where you're just like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Kelvin also has a good line when he's he's walking off to to go get his car to get Boomer. What a moron. Probably a test tube baby. You can tell him by the shape of his head. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that, that, yeah. that whole thing, that whole rant was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then uh, we cut to a, a limo pulling up to the crowd and the, the crowd is going crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's Boomer Hayes. Uh, he's a football player, which mm-hmm. we will hear Again and again and again, just in case you ever forget, yeah. this movie will remind you a trillion times. Yeah. Uh, he's also a quarterback, but we don't learn that yet. And so I'm a big football fan, and I'm try. I was trying to figure out, okay, like where, where is, what was he most likely doing in 1991? And there's two uh, Los Angeles or two SoCal teams at this point. There's the uh, Los Angeles Raiders, and there is the uh, San Diego Chargers. 
And based on the vague similarities to his uniform, he seems more like he likely to have played for the Chargers than for the uh, L.A. Raiders. But the Raiders would have been much closer to his house in Beverly Hills. Most athletes do actually live where they play. Uh, and we'll learn later that he's making $2 million a year. So I'm thinking his hair probably has some kind of, uh, you know, sponsorship deals going on because I don't think $2 million is quite enough for the Beverly Hills mansion that we see later on. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. The house that he has is ridiculous. I was going to yeah. say, this has been Sports Corner with Nathan Stone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in case you're wondering uh, how good he might have been as a quarterback, the Chargers went 6-12 in 1991, or if he played for the Raiders, they... Uh, went nine and seven and lost in the wild card round. I'm going so. cross-eyed, dude. I have no okay. idea. And then they, what and then you're they went back to Oakland because no one fucking gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Raiders. <laughs> now they're in Vegas. So. Oh my god, are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh they're just all over the place. They've always been a very nomadic team. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. So, uh, Boomer's there as part of the fundraiser, and uh, they've raised two million dollars so far, which mm-hmm. we learn. To build that wall. To build that wall, (laughs) which I assume was like somebody's pocket change at Mm -hmm. that benefit. And uh, so he's... Yeah, well, bat, one million of it is bat. Yeah. So the rest of them are all fucking cheaping out. Exactly. like, I don't know, like, what's in my pockets? (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, uh, he sits uh, down at the table with, uh, with bat, with Masterson. And, and also, like, this random guy who's, yeah, like, a smoking a cigar. Like, some guy that they got off the street is like, this is some guy we're sponsoring. Yeah. There you go. And he dudes have the time of his life. Oh, yeah, the table of homeless people that he's oh, like, yeah. you're all going into the executive program. Yeah. And I'm like, these people don't have homes. Yeah. yeah. Why? Are, <laughs> I feel like that might be a better use of your time and money is to find them. Uh, reasonable work and and, and housing. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like, we're going to teach you how to put on a suit and screw over people just like you. Exactly. The only thing a red-blooded American can do. That's true. That is... Play, 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 play football only one steal from the homeless. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so he... Uh, Masterson and Boomer get into a bit of an argument about football. Apparently, Boomer's a bit of a showboat. There's mm-hmm. two crazy things said during this conversation. Yes. Uh, and they, there might be different things. Bat says, I don't remember the whole thing he says about it, but he says flaming games and yes. then ally. And I was like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> what yeah. LGBTQ shit is this? <laughs> um, and then uh, our our hero, ladies and gentlemen, in to throw it back in Bat's face, says, yes, Massa, which was upsetting as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh... Just put, this conversation is uncomfortable after that quote. I did, however, enjoy Bat saying, be the window dressing I pay you to be or you'll find yourself in the Canadian League. Which I just thought was a good, uh, nice little shout out to our old CFL up here. Oh, yeah. We try. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to end up in the Canadian Football League. You could end up in, what was it? Moose Jaw or... Consider Gander, arena football instead. Yeah. <laughs> Just a different line of work <laughs> entirely. Here, we don't have a fucking football team. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, what was it? What else uh, was it? This was a point where. Uh, just kind of knowing what I know about knew about the movie going into it, I was like, "There's no one to really root for here. No. They're like everybody's." Rich. Well, I guess I guess we, we root for Kelvin. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, because it's like all these people are rich. I don't mm-hmm. care if their shit's gonna get stolen. Mm-hmm. Uh, our our hero is a douchebag. Yeah, and I get that there has to be some sort of like journey where they become mm-hmm. better, but yeah, it it feels like 
and we'll get to it in a second, but it feels like they skip a lot of that. Like, he was secretly being a douchebag for this first ten minutes of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't know. His character arc pretty much just immediately... Like, he, he immediately becomes a better person after meeting Laura, which happens yeah. in about five seconds here. Mm-hmm. Because she <laughs> arrives at the table, and Boomer has clearly never seen a pretty woman before, because we get this wide-eyed stare. Like, <laughs> it's kind of half-eye-fucking and half, like, what is this divine being sat down? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, she's, she's good-looking, but... Yeah, like, yeah m- meanwhile, it's just the mom from Arachnophobia, guys. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Boomer doesn't uh, notice the cheerleading squad ever when he's... Uh, Which, little caveat, apparently Pamela Anderson was uh, uncredited, had an uncredited, uh, uncredited uh, role as one of the cheerleaders. That's funny. No I way. did I did see that on, on IMDb, but I was like, I couldn't, for the life of me, yeah. pinpoint where she would have been. Yeah. She looked really different in 1989 as well. She was quite young. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I find her look, you know throughout the early 90s kind of changes depending on mm-hmm. what the styles were but yeah when you look when you think of like her on home improvement and stuff like she, basically a different person so mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i even would have recognized her if i knew she was there yeah and then uh, we get a nice little fuck you scene from our mc for the evening which happens to be laura's father mitchell whatever his last name is sage sage thank you and he announces that not Masterson- to be confused with uh dick time <laughs> I didn't mean <laughs> T-H-Y-M-E but still dick <laughs> I, I like that I like that you didn't realize that <laughs> it took me a minute okay because I immediately was like oh like dick time like it's a clock with yeah, penises yeah, yeah. yeah but still okay. like it's a spice because it's yeah. just a spice yeah. uh, <laughs> you're getting some classy jokes today uh, classy so- jokes classy <laughs> jokes for a yeah. classy movie honestly uh, like they will hand fist you the like very random luxury items. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do, do you mean hand fed? Hand feed? No, hand fist. Right? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Oh, see, I had heard ham fist. Yeah. yeah. But hand fist is much more of a terrifying delivery method. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, especially the way especially the way you mimed that because you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to start with your fingers out straight, not just punch no, them in the box. No. Uh, no, uh, just straight up the pooper. <laughs> yeah, he does not fuck around. Oh, no, no, no. All right. So uh, MC Laura's dad here, uh, he he throws some shade after announcing that Masterson, is, Masterson has donated a million dollars. It means so much to so many. We know how little it means to you to make it, which I thought was, was nice. Yeah. Uh, and then Masterson gets immediately brushed off by Laura after that, when he, he kind of makes a move on her. And, uh, then Boomer decides that, you know what? Now it's his turn mm-hmm. to, uh, to make a move. And, uh, we get a scene, uh, Masterson obviously not happy about this because as we'll see throughout the movie, he is very, very into Laura. The, the biggest, the biggest heart on for this joke. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is where we we meet his uh, inhaler, however, Masterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, he realizes he's getting cocked and he just fucking yeah. sucks down some of, that, <laughs> yeah. some of that inhaler. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is. Yeah, it needs an inhaler like a big nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, just yeah. the way that this was filmed, I was like, man, this is setting us up for an inhaler bit calling yeah. it now. So I'm, I'm just calling my shot because, yeah, 
Just it's like uh, how Boomer's going to shoot a shot with Laura. Mm. Oh, my God. In the worst fucking way possible, too. Oh, yeah. It, oh, he, yeah. He he's, comes across as not charming, as the mm. most disingenuous prick. Oh, because yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's just telling her how much kids would love him if he volunteers his time to her, yeah. you know, kind of public outreach, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, charity uh, thing. So he's like, I'll volunteer my time. So it's it's such a, and it's like sex, weird sexual extortion by putting yourself. <laughs> Very in, much it's is. Like, it's like doing, I'll do children's make a wish. If you have, if you sleep with me, yeah. if it's not, a bizarre. Fuck them kids, man. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and, I'm only and, doing it if I get some sweet, sweet poutang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and he's like, and he's like, we have to go on an eight-hour date. An eight-hour uh, which date, which is like ridiculous. For which the first date, absurd. it's impossible. No, no, you can't no. do that. No, for yeah. me, it's forty-five minutes max. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> fill out this questionnaire. Fill it out. Yeah. I'll um, see you in five minutes. And eight hours, and it's nighttime yeah. already. So like, it's probably like nine o'clock at night, and they mm-hmm. have to hang over the next eight hours. I'm like, can we take he a played check, football man? earlier that day? He sure did. About it a lot. Yeah. How the fuck are you even gonna stay awake? Yeah. I mean, I and, think all of the energy is stored in the mullet. Yeah. And yeah. like, just to to give some context to listeners here. He she is leaving yeah. as he he basically runs up to her and is like, hey, you know, and, and he is just bothering the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And so this deal that he makes is kind of like his I'm going to go with our football puns, uh, his Hail Mary here to, to try and get her her to just, you know, spend some time with him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he says, too. Yeah. He's like, I want to spend some time with you to find out if I like spending time with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which probably sounded a lot better in his head mm-hmm. <laughs> or to the script writer. Yeah, I, think, I, think I don't, don't want to waste I think my time. Every line that comes out of his mouth sounded better in someone else's yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I like at, at first, Laura's really not taking any of his shit and she's mm-hmm. being a bit harsh and then like he kind of switches gears he kind of goes neg on her right yeah. like mm-hmm. and then he, then he kind of starts throwing it back on her and then he's just like well you didn't you didn't even ask me if you know i would spend my weekends helping urban kids you know giving them someone to look up to, to. Yeah. and i love that he said uh, you know someone to look up to and identify with and i mean it's like boomer I I know you don't spend a lot of time in, like, urban downtown L.A. (laughs) Not sure you're the demo, right? I don't know that (laughs) that they're going to see this, like, chiseled Kansas white dude with his giant-ass mullet and, like, (laughs) six... And his huge fucking head. And his huge ass head. in this movie have giant heads. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and be like, yeah, I can see myself in him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So he, he does finally... He offers to coach kids for a year... And my only note for this is it's should not be possible to be this thirsty, <laughs> right? Like there's, there's a few things that I would do if like a beautiful woman was maybe going to sleep with me, coach kids for a year, every Saturday. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, don't I don't know care how he can make are. that commitment either because he's still going to be playing football. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. as far as far as the plot is concerned at this point, he is going to be playing football again yeah. for at least one more year. He's mm-hmm. sort of like on the outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but cause he's getting older for, uh, and I mean, especially for the time, like we're, we're now in the era of like weird 40, 50 something yeah. year old quarterbacks still, but he's like supposed to be 37, I think. So yeah. he definitely is old for a football player at the time. Yeah. 
so they they come to an arrangement, and that that involves uh, Boomer as a as a fuck you to Masterson, mm-hmm. getting her to kiss him on the cheek and escorting him to I think his car, his car or her car, yeah. somebody's car. And uh, so then we see that there was a bunch of guys betting on whether or not he would get to take mm-hmm. her home. Uh, and Masterson's just there with this big, uh, this big cuck energy. This <laughs> <laughs> <His> inhaler. Uh, <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny because it's almost like the role. And, and there's like 50 shades of diehard going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. The role is trying to be a... Um, and Alan Rickman in mm-hmm. Die Hard. It's trying to be a Hans Gruber. It's almost written more for like Ron Silver, like a smaller man, like yes. somebody like or a nerdier character, mm-hmm. like kind of thing. It, yeah. it, it seems yeah. odd that it's like him in, in this role because it is a very not passive, but it is this very like whiny energy that mm-hmm. he has and brings mm-hmm. to it. And, and especially yeah. the like the the, the inhaler things. Yeah. Where he gets stressed out. and had <laughs> Which is, It's really funny because. When you see the actor, he is a big guy who has, you know, he's he's got the decent features. He's broad. Like, he, he doesn't look the part for a character that is, you know, pining over this woman who has no interest in him, right? And the rest of the things he does in the movie is kind of, like, tycoon, villainish stuff. And, but then when Laura's involved, suddenly, right? Like, yeah, he just... Hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should have went to Boomer's uh, uh, master class on picking up women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted to notice note as an aside here that any episode that includes Gabby so far, the amount of the uh, the amount of times we say the phrase "cuck" is just like <laughs> it's it's like zero or. Every oh, sentence. Exactly. And there's yeah. only one variable here, and I don't know how you do it to us, Gabby. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I bring out the alpha. I think you do. She red pills the shit out of she us. She does, exactly. yeah. Both of you are fucking cucks. I'm a straight <laughs> alpha man who gets a fuckload of bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I do have to know, like, when they leave and then they, they have, like, this, like, cute little, like montage is it a montage yeah it is sort of because sort of. like i it was weird when they like go they're like at a restaurant and they go click their glasses together and there's no sound but <laughs> do, like, oh, fuck. so there's a bit of a montage but then we get to them but before we get to there i do have to mention i do kind of want to play this game okay. so when they're in the restaurant and they're drinking from this weird looking bottle i want you guys to guess how much that bottle costs Oh, it's something absurd. Nin- 1991 money. I'm going to say... 1989, which oh, yeah, wouldn't be that different. Yeah. But. Uh, I'm going to go... I'll go with like 400, maybe. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like something weirder, like 7,500. Oh, wait. I mean, I guess you're closer, or whoever the fuck is closer. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's known I'm bad at math. So this is... it's. Almost five grand for that bottle. Okay, Josh is way closer. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I, I said four hundred. Yeah, because yeah, no. I, I was thinking like normal luxurious. Uh-huh. I wasn't thinking no. stupid. This is stupid luxurious. This is the Remy Martin Louis the Thirteenth cognac. Yeah. I also like that he that he felt the need to turn the bottle around for exactly. some reason to push it towards her to like pour more of it or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's a spout. I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe if it was just like I think maybe he wanted to bring out the big stops. He goes like this. She will definitely sleep with me if I push 
this five grand's worth of cognac on her. Which I'm, I I can't wait to talk about how that goes down. Uh, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure, uh, barring some other stuff that happens, maybe because there's a this movie starts out pretty slow, so there's a lot of times where we jump around. And I didn't remember all of it, but when we get to them in the back of his car, mm-hmm. and he's like mansplaining football to her, I think. Like, he seems to be, like, it sounds like he's speaking in the cadence of someone who's saying something profound and, like, as if he's giving his deep inner thoughts, but he's basically just being like, and then, you know, I gotta catch the ball and I gotta take it to the end zone. Or no, which he doesn't do. He does I not do that. He yeah. has to yeah. throw the ball. I, but he was, like, mansplaining football to her in this weird really way. Funny. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't think Boomer knows how to talk to women. <laughs> I feel like he lets the mullet do the talking, mm-hmm. and when that doesn't yeah. work, he relies on some, te- some techniques that he probably learned from a pickup artist that wears a fedora with a feather in it. Yeah. One of the interesting things, the highest paid uh, quarterback in 1991 made $4,750,000. That was Jeff George. And uh, so Boomer is making about $2 million, which would put him at, like, starting quarterback a little bit above replacement level, probably. If you're wondering how good Boomer is at football, mm. he all right. Yeah, he, <laughs> this has been Sports Corner with yeah. Nathan Stone. <laughs> I, 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 I swear I'm that's like, the last I'm one. Liking, I'm, it's putting me in the zone. I, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, like, enveloped in the year now. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Um, uh, so we have been getting, I was going to say, we've been skipping around a little bit, but the only things that we've been missing here is we start getting shots of the truck, mm-hmm. the the truck that will cause this chemical spill in, in air quotes. And it's mostly just driving shots that have been interspersed with their lovely evening. So that that's all we've been really been uh, missing. Yeah. And yeah. So I think we get back to the. I don't know if it's there or when it, they stop. They, they stop by his his place. It's kind of a weird reverse of like uh-huh. her dropping him off at his house and getting yeah. the kiss goodbye mm-hmm. but she's like let's fuck like mm-hmm. pretty pretty blatantly oh, yeah, is like let's it. fuck and he's like no i played football today <laughs> and then like they like, stall oh, at the door like, and then she's and then like they kiss and he's like actually you know what i think i feel better yeah yeah, yeah. So, so after the and the truck drives by yeah and apparently yeah. is so yeah. violently shaking everything because the truck goes oh. by it's getting chased mm-hmm. by kelvin. Uh, yeah. uh, by kelvin but uh, kelvin does have a good bit before he starts he chasing oh the yeah truck. <laughs> it's like he he pulls up to this um old white dude which i assume is a senator probably groping on his um assistant um, so Kelvin like rolls up and he goes like, are you wearing a condom? What? No, I didn't think so. Well, this is a safe sex zone, sir. So you're going to have to move along. I yeah. love that. Officer yeah. Kelvin. And then he uh, leaves. The and then, safe and then the, wo- the woman looks at the guy and goes, is, they, is, they, is that real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Which is like everything that I yeah. like every, every single point, like once this movie gets yeah. started, it just mm-hmm. like, is oh, this right. even real? And, and, the weird thing about these scenes is because we get the the Kelvin like Kelvin soon after starts chasing the truck because it kind of blows by him and he he, uh, he starts the pursuit. But we get these like 30 second cuts between his chase scene and Boomer and Laura just fucking around. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really odd. Like there's there's about five or six scenes back to back that are just truck Boomer and Laura doing nothing in particular mm-hmm. truck Boomer like mm-hmm. and um, so yeah but. When we do see Boomer and Laura, uh, yeah, he escorts her to the door. They start to do the goodbye kiss. It start. They start making out. All of a sudden, he's not so tired anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where we cut back to our truck. 
and it uh, it hits a car that explodes like the goddamn Hindenburg. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just goes up in a fireball. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty decent first explosion. Uh, yes. the tanker like rolls over the onto tanker, the car yeah, and stuff. It was and pretty it cool. Yeah, starts spilling out this orange gaseous chemical everywhere, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when we get Kelvin calls calls in the the spill. And then we get the LAPD, or so we think, mm-hmm. is on the case. And uh, we get them kind of starting their, you know, the the first guys arrive on the scene. They're starting roadblocks and stuff. And this is where we learn that the chemical is allegedly fluorine. Um, and I looked this up because throughout the movie, I've heard of fluorine before. I'm not that I'm a chemist or know anything about chemistry. But uh, throughout the movie, they're just like, oh, you know, it's it's very dangerous uh, and it's really funny in these early scenes because you get dudes just like LAPD dudes just walking through the gas very casually. Oh, yeah. And of course, learn, later on, we learn that it's not, in fact, dangerous. But if you're wondering, uh, as a gas, its effects are very similar to chlorine gas. Uh, it can kill a human in minutes at 1000 parts per million. Um, so it just fills your lungs up with liquid or something like that because i think that's what chlorine gas uh does. it's it's basically it reacts fluorine reacts with almost everything mm-hmm. so it kind of just melts you oh god it, like you're, <laughs> yeah yeah you're, so it's like the gas from the rock yeah <laughs> tasty yeah so i i wanted to add this in because i think our first clues that maybe this gas isn't super dangerous is all the dudes just being like Oh, we should check out what this gas oh, is. Yeah. 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 Some people will have masks on and then yeah. other people will be like standing yeah. like gas blowing directly yeah. in their face and be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, maybe we shouldn't hang around this and just leave. Yeah. Uh, we get a next up. We get a scene in the police station. Uh, so Beverly Hills has its own police force, which is kind of an important part of the plot of this movie. It's why the criminals are able to do what they do. So they're Kelvin's having a conversation with uh, whatever on duty officer is at the desk. And uh, we get a great little setup scene with two dudes in white tuxes and a big boy statue that they have stolen from a restaurant. Yep. Bob's <laughs> big boys. Yeah. Donuts. And uh, before I knew what was about to happen, I was just like, man, this is the plot I want to follow. Because I wasn't enamored with our, our plot yet. Yeah. And I was just like, I want to know what those two, like what kind of hangover situation are they in? Yeah, I really thought it was going to just be a throwaway. Like I did somebody too, yeah. thought it was yeah. funny. We're in LA. We got a reference big boy. Yeah. And uh, we, part of our plots here now is that all the phones are down uh, it, around the, the crash area. And Kelvin basically convinces the on-duty officer to let the the drunk dudes go because they've got bigger fish to fry now and they're just like ah they're drunk whatever and uh then we get a wonderful scene of the epa hazmat teams coming in in pickups with dudes just standing in the back of pickups i was like this is this is definitely kosher for how they would respond (laughs) uh (laughs) Showing up like they're on a fucking big game hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it should it should maybe have tipped off the police a little bit that, yeah, only some of the EPA dudes are in hazmat suits. The drivers of all of the pickup trucks are not, but they also get out of the pickup trucks and, yeah. like, are milling about. Yeah. And uh, one of them tells an officer, like, this is a dude standing, like, five feet from the tanker to to suit up. He's like, look at my my gizmo here. It's it's in the red. You, you better go suit up kind of thing, yeah. which I thought was a lot of fun. <laughs> And uh, 
then we go back to our lovebirds in Boomer's suite. And, and when it cuts back to Laura, she's already wearing Boomer's jersey. Oh, yeah. And yeah. my note here was, oh, he might be in trouble. Like, yeah. this, <laughs> like he might regret how thirsty he was because oh, yeah. she's already, like, moving in. Yeah. Yeah, I also, I was confused because I assumed that this meant they had sex. Mm-hmm. But this but was pre, I guess. Yeah, it, yeah, I yeah. don't. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I was, I was watching it with my girlfriend, and I was like, so, th- so they skipped over the white hot penising. This is what, this is where we get to. <laughs> no, uh, no, they, they gotta, they gotta sit in a yeah. comically large bathtub, which is like uh, basically a oh, Roman yeah, it was like bath. a hot tub. Yeah, yeah. I, all I could, so all I could think bubbles. about. All I could think about was how much money it costs to fill that up every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot. And then, like, the amount of, like, bubble, like, bubble bath you have to put in it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like the way he was enjoying so the bubbles. Oh, yeah. He, the way he starts to play with them, and <laughs> I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, no, Something turn, infantile about it. It's going to turn like, some really weird, gross, like, baby play. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, hey, what no. people do uh, their own time? Let's not kick shame here. Uh, know. You know what? People in the room might be into baby play. No, we don't no, want no, no, to no, upset no, anyone. No, no, <laughs> no. Gabby, I am, I, Gabby's going to kick shame. That is my kink, kink baby. That is my kink. Uh-oh. I gotta. That's not mine. I had an ex who was into, like, being, uh, as they refer to, a little. And oh. I never engaged in any of that, but it, it, it really was frustrating. Like, there you're, were times you where... You are walking on it. Th- I, I like, hate the fact I'm going to be Googling this after the show. Oh, I'm yeah, going to yeah. regret everything but I find. There yeah. were... the There were baby bottles and soothers in our apartment. We didn't have a fucking kid. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, That's give, I'll give you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, my ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, Happy just, ending. Just emphasis ex. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Wow, we've gone some places here. All right. <laughs> Derailed the shit out of yeah. this. is Tiddly Winks all over so again. So oh, she's in his jersey. She comes out to his his bathroom, which is the size of my apartment. <laughs> and he is in a kind of a bubble bath swimming pool thing he's got going on there. Uh, she almost gets hit by a motorized training bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, the likes of which I've never seen before, but it's it's pretty cool. It's one of those things that when you're a football player, you you kind of run into to, to practice like tackling so then they have a. He seems a, to have it on like a motion sensor. It is, like, it's yeah. like, motion it's sensor. like a, the, the Pink Panther. He wants Kato to fucking attack yeah. him at any time. It's like, yeah, it keeps me on my toes. And I'm like, well, you know, it's there and it's going <laughs> to yeah. go off. How, how actively keeping yeah. you on your toes is it? It reminded me of one of those motorized Halloween decorations from Spirit <laughs> Halloween, oh, right? Yeah, like when you, pop, you walk pop, by yeah. it and it's a spider and it jumps out at you. Uh, and uh, we, we'll get a good scene with it later in the movie, at least. And they have a little chat by the bath. And uh, then we cut back to the police blockading the roads. Um, and I said they're uh, they're after it like it, the chemical spill is fleeing in OJ's Bronco just to bring <laughs> us back to the uh, early 90s here. And oh, is this when he's driving around being like, leave your homes? Yeah, yeah. yeah Beverly Hills is It'll dissipate in like six hours. And if we've learned anything from COVID, people fucking would not go. No, no, no. <laughs> people would be sitting there like, oh, it's fine. There's smog all the time. Yeah. This is no different. Oh, no, no, no. But this is this is like pre-COVID, pre- like... Yeah, this is simpler times. Yeah. Oh, no. When the rich are boarding the buses, they look like they're having like a... Oh, they're grand old there's, time. There's champagne bottles going exactly. around. Yeah. There's a few scenes with the rich people at the hotel oh we'll get God. to later that were fucking crazy yeah. as well. Yeah. I'm like, I'm uh, like, oh, this is great. This is like a little vacation. Yeah. And then we get uh, the LAPD uh, at, or I shouldn't say LAPD. This would be the BHPD mm-hmm. uh, starting to get into their hazmat gear in their 
uh, in the station. But uh oh, the drunk dudes are in on this uh, scheme, and they hid guns in the big boy, and they lock the cops in their own kind of dressing room. Which begged the question to me: Why did the cops have a giant ass deadbolt on their dressing room? Yeah. Were they scared of someone coming in and like stealing their shoes while they're you know in the shower? I'm not sure, but they they all get locked in, and so now the only cops well, that were the other like, dumb thing about it is that the it, it is a it's a deadbolt on the other side. It's, it's a, only yeah. going to stop people from getting, getting out. out. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very good point. Yeah. Um. They they get locked in. Meanwhile, Kelvin's driving around issuing the evac order uh, and he's giving out so much information here. I love it. Like he's not just like there's an evacuation order, like leave your homes, get to the evac points. He like goes in depth over his loudspeaker mm-hmm. being like, so here's what's happening, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we see Masterson evacuating from uh, his mansion uh, looks like the old asthma's acting up again during this scene. So he takes another hit off his inhaler. And uh, our our main characters haven't yet found the plot. So we, at this point, go back to the bathtub. In which Laura has one of the most head-scratching lines in this whole movie. As we get back. She's crouching over the hot tub. Which Boomer is in. Naked. And she says... We're doing this, aren't we? Uh, did you just realize that you're sitting beside a dude's jacuzzi bath, watching him bathe while wearing his shirt in your underwear? Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have pants on. <laughs> I mean... Where where did you think this road was leading you, I mean, Laura? it's oh, it's always important to ask for consent, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but I, I also case. love when... Because, yeah, she confirms that they are indeed doing it, and then she's like, I'm going to fucking... I need champagne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. But he's, like, concerned about it. He's like, do you need to get drunk <laughs> in order to have sex yeah. with me? And she's like, no. <laughs> I gotta go so she goes downstairs and runs immediately into the plot mm-hmm. uh, so she hears the commotion outside desire to investigate she opens the door and immediately gets swarmed by two cops <laughs> yeah. like they were just waiting there they force her out of the house and onto a bus mm-hmm. while pointedly ignoring her very clearly telling them that there's another person still yeah. on the property. No, no, no. She doesn't say there's another person. She only ever says, no, Boomer's still in oh, there. Yeah. So the right. cops appropriately assume a fucking dog is in there. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah. It's not a bad name for a dog. No. You need like, like a big dopey it's laugh. It's the dog from yeah. Far Cry 5. It's the same Boomer. <laughs> oh. All right. So uh, the cops send away her bus. And uh, then we get uh, one of the cops takes off his gas mask to reveal Oliver Barney. Uh Oh, he's an ex-cop. Something fishy's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says like an evil code word into his walkie talkie. And uh, then we get the cops. They, they all bust out like these T-83 calculators that are strapped <laughs> oh, to their yeah. wrist. I, I wrote immediately, I wrote, those are calculators. But then it does, we do get a close-up when they're using it, and it's a sharp, like, sharp brand pocket auto-dialer is okay. what it says it All is. Right. Now, I assume it's um, some sort of borderline cell phone pager type device yeah. because it seems that they're using it to communicate with these two guys that are mm-hmm. in like a secret computer base that are then 
they're doing like the hacking on their end or they're 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 hacked into the security company records so they yes. have mm-hmm. the they're able to pull up the the passwords for people's like keypad locks on their on their houses in Beverly Hills. Yeah, because so, I thought very first, high tech. I thought they were like doing some sh- like hacking with it. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were doing wrist hacking, but I think they're basically just phoning people with them. Mm-hmm. So then we get a little bit of exposition to tell us that the evil cops who are kind of in control of this situation. Uh, they have 70 minutes until the National Guard shows up, or they estimate the National Guard shows up. Although they've gotten everything pinpoint down, as we'll see later in the movie. They know when anyone's going to take a shit in this movie, so <laughs> it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, they have a, yeah, they've got a command center that consists of like two guys in a basement with a couple of computers and some fun software. Oh, yeah. And uh, they start bypassing the home alarms with help of their, their risk calculators. We get uh, some some scenes of the evac buses, people drinking champagne. As it's going by, Laura sees a pack of escaped dogs. Uh, I only mention that because it will come up in a conversation in a little bit. And uh, then our, our our sweet boomer, the the last guy to the plot. He's having a nice time in. He's just <laughs> he's like he's, a, been he's choosing a great music, night, yeah. And he's just like. Nah, choosing the obvious. music he wants to bang to, oh, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. And it was a little on the nose for Let's Get It On by mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, what was the song he switched from? Because he because oh, didn't he say? He complained that it was like, no, this is too obvious. Yeah. And he switched to Let's Get It On. He was like, this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> nice, subtle yeah, yeah. song here to get her in the mood. Oh, yeah. Interspersed with this, we get... Uh, cops bringing in a crane and it looks like they're they're using it to uh to get a bank set up though that's a scene that we will not have payoff for for quite some time uh they set off an alarm but oh no one's at cop hq to hear it and then we see a uh, a roadblock with the mayor of beverly hills he I comes back that actor but i couldn't f- for the life of me figure him. it out. No, I didn't no. I didn't look it up either. I yeah. probably should look it up as you're explaining this, but I was like, I, I feel like I know that guy. Yeah, he he shows up for the first time since the party. He wants to he you know, he demands to to cross the roadblock. Uh and then we get our first shots of cops putting jewelry into hazardous material bins. So the the big plot of course of this movie is that there is no chemical spill. These are ex-cops that are looking to steal everything in Beverly Hills. And I do mean everything. They are taking everything that isn't nailed down. We see many, many shots of it throughout the movie. Uh, and they have a running tally that they keep, which is hilarious. It's like a fucking GTA heist. Yeah, it's like, it oh, really cut, is. I cut the painting out of the frame, so that's going to add another three million <laughs> yeah. to the yeah. total here. Uh, and then Confused Boomer finally stumbles onto the plot. So he tries to find Laura. And uh, she is she is gone. Uh, and he steps out of her out of his his house and the corrupt cops see him. Barney sends two cops after the mostly naked boomer. Oh, yeah. That towel is so secure. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> it is like nailed onto him. That <laughs> thing does not move. Oh, the mayor was Colonel Sanders in Spaceballs. That's, that's oh, it is. Yeah. OK. <laughs> All right. He flees back through his house as cops fire wildly through his doors the, with the submachine cops, guns. The cops shoot like drug dealers. Yeah, they, <laughs> they have really disease and they're just spraying the shit out of everything. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no attempt at uh, oh, like no. aiming. No. We we get some uh, almost immediate payoff with our uh, electronic training dummy 
as it jettisons one of the cops oh, through that, the window. That was yeah. amazing. I, I figured it would just get to knock him off uh, into the wall and yeah. like knock him down or something like that. The fact that he went through the window, like rolled off the roof, <laughs> yeah. like and hit the ground. I was like, that's fucking apparently great. Boomer yeah. s- turned the settings to freight train for that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the last we see of that cop. Um, the other cop kind of gets him dead to rights in his bathroom, but then he gets shot by Kelvin. Oh yeah. Oh, because, and, and I'm sorry, I've, I've skipped a little bit here cause it's a very short scene, but the, the mayor, uh, he was driving around, he runs into Barney and is like, Oh my Barney, what are you doing? Why are you in, uh, you know, uniform and stuff. And Barney just shoots him in the head. So immediately. Yeah. 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 They, killing the mayor. There'd be no consequences for this. Yeah. No, no. We're fine. And, uh, so that's when Kelvin, pulls up like a second after that in his squad car. That's when we learn that Kelvin is in on the plot, but he is just like, what? You said no one was going to get hurt. You know, he's poor, sweet, naive Kelvin. I lied. Yeah. Yeah. And basically Barney's is, yeah, I lied. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so Kelvin though comes to Boomer's rescue because he, he saw that, you know, they were going to kill an innocent man. So he, he came up and he shoots his, the ex cop in the back and, mm-hmm. um, so now we get our, our tag team partnership that will be together through most of the rest of the movie. And I was so glad when I realized that Kelvin was going to be our, oh, yeah. our secondary main character to this because, yeah, I was worried that he was going to be a bit player. Thankfully, oh, okay. thankfully, our sweet boy comes with us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he just basically like gets into like this huge like thing. It's just like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah, this is kind of what's happening right now. Get rich. Why not? It's an easy deal. Tricked out toxic spill in Beverly Hills. Its own jurisdiction. Slap up a couple of roadblocks. Nobody wants to go near a toxic spill. Clear the neighborhood and take what you want. Yeah. He has a great line, too, when he's, he's yeah, explaining it to Boomer. He's like, yeah. it's a game show. 90 minutes of beat the clock and you're a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like he's he's having Vietnam flashbacks to oh, his, yeah. to, to yeah. when he got pitched this this plan. Yes. <laughs> so it's like repeating other people's lines. <laughs> yeah, uh, Boomer's still looking for Laura, but I think Kelvin's able to be like, no, no, she's like she went on the yeah. evac bus, and then the movie. This is the first time the movie. Re- kind of shows you that we will be going off the rails off the beaten path oh, here. When, oh, the, yeah. when the tank when the shows tank up. arrives oh, man. i love that it's supposed to be a swat tank which you would expect to have a battering ram on it no it has a fucking cannon on yeah. it yeah this is this is this is america okay? <laughs> it, it, only only the best of destructive warfare goes into yeah. the swat team tools. so i had to look this up because as soon as i saw that i was like there is no way real life actual swat vehicles have turret mounted cannons and you will find things that have like water cannons and stuff uh but basically the the rules around police vehicles are that they can buy military surplus but they have to be demilitarized and by that you mean they mean they have to take off things like cannons (laughs) uh you can't have those in a police force uh so I, i tried to find this exact so this is an in called an infantry fighting vehicle so it's kind of like your your light in between like your humvee and your like main battle tank you get these kind of things that they they carry dudes and they they have smaller cannons for for fighting with um the closest thing i could find is a belgian i uh ifv called the sibmas and 
it's got all of the the main vehicles here or all of the main parts of it and i i think it's it because it started its life in 1979 so they might have had like a surplus one for the movie oh they definitely everything's yeah. a surplus <laughs> yeah. something in this fucking and, movie <laughs> uh, but i i just love the fact that paint it white put swat on it people will believe that this is a legitimate thing that a police oh, force yeah. would have as it's going around blowing up houses <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Well, right and right before that, when we kind of get the 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 realization that our two main characters are going to have to work together, when when <laughs> as he's calmly talking and Boomer just takes out a needle and injects himself with something, oh, yes. I thought he was like, "I got to load up on roids in order to <laughs> sprint out of this neighborhood." I honestly thought that's where it was going, yeah. and I was going to be like, "Wow, like that's a." cool commentary on like steroid yeah. abuse in professional sports and turns out it's just cortisol yeah. which is it's, it's basically a painkiller for his ankle yeah, yeah. and you think that that's going to come back right because there's a couple times in the movie where masterson mentions his his bum ankle mm. and uh benitez who we'll meet in a second because he's the one driving the tank uh you well, know calls him two. lame like as mm. in like he not that he, you know he's lame and stupid but yeah. lame as in like He's got a like bad a horse. leg. Yeah, like a horse. <laughs> and I'm going to spoil a little bit of something. Boomer spends the entire movie running down streets at full speed. And, oh, yeah. and occasionally okay, throws a limp Occasionally in there. throws a limp in there when he remembers. That yeah. is as much as we ever get payoff for that. Also, like the cardio on these two dudes is insane. Yeah. Well, like, well, they, just... Shooting in, they were frequently like... Had, they might as well have had like oxygen pumps because where they shot in Mexico is at a higher altitude. So oh. both Matt Frewer and Ken Wall were like <laughs> seriously out of breath every time they had to shoot a scene where it was them running because they were just like, fuck, <laughs> stand up here, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Boomer also does Boomer on several occasions gives Kelvin a bit of bit of motivational talk, a little bit of motivational speeches. Mm -hmm. His first one is in this scene after he's injecting the cortisol, uh, because Kelvin very sensibly is like, no, 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 we're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Boomer's like, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. And, uh, before they have a chance to figure it out, uh, Benitez and his tank drive through Boomer's house, mm -hmm. uh, specifically through his door and then the rest of it. And, uh, this is the first of our, run through the streets scene of which yeah. we get about a trillion and uh, how many houses are blown up in this <laughs> scene alone yeah you do start it, like there's a couple times they linger a little too long on the interiors of these houses and you realize that it's like just us like the exterior <laughs> yes. was the only thing that really truly existed oh, yeah. of it um but they straight up just blow up the whole fucking house yeah. sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, my, my note here was Benitez is destroying the entire subdivision with a tank while unsuccessfully trying to kill two morons. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> what's yeah. happening here. Yeah. They, uh, to get away from him, they jump into a garbage bin. It's one of those nice wheeled garbage bins. Oh, yeah. Uh, which Benitez drives into, and then we get a light, nice little slapstick scene where the the garbage can big garbage bins being pushed by the tank while Benitez is like where are they yeah. and you know uh, Boomer's got his head out just yeah. like ducking Whoa. down like a, like a little yeah. prairie dog um, they sort of get like pushed out of the way and then the first of many times that our hitman does not give a shit about collateral damage no. of the men that hired him like smashes into a cop car yes. and fucks it all oh, up yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the fake cops we had a nice little scene here right after that where the fake cops are trying to pass off the tank fire as EPA experiments yeah. which was yeah. really funny 
mm, okay. And, then, sure. and the cops buy it immediately yeah. at the at the roadblock. They're like, okay, oh, copy all all what units or whatever. Yeah, uh, we get a short little spot where the chief of police arrives. He can't get through the blockade. The chief of police you keep thinking is going to do something of use or maybe be betrayed and murdered throughout this movie or is going to have some kind of consequence. You are wrong. He's endlessly played the fool. Yeah. yeah he is endlessly, <laughs> there's a fan. His actually, his best scene is, is coming up in a little while, which I love where he oh, just, yeah. he just bamboozles himself. It's so fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, the dude lives in Pasadena. Yeah. And which is yeah, which they make jokes about several times. Like, yeah. I had to drive yeah. all the way from Pasadena. Do you have it? Do you, I didn't look it up. I was going to, do you I'm have a, look it how up far right away now. it is? Let me see. Pass, uh, how do you spell Pasadena? I think the way it sounds. I don't know, man. <laughs> Spelling is also not one of my greatest points. Yeah. Pasadena to Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. No, I don't want to. I don't want to bus. It's it's a fifty minute drive. Okay. Let's just say fifty minutes. Fifty minutes. So you got probably some traffic. You know, L.A. traffic's always bad, yeah. right? So, yeah, it could. It would take a while. But then we get the evac center. So the evac center, I believe, is in a hotel, a hotel lobby, right? Yeah. Like it's it's a hotel that Masterson owns, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have like this poor bellboy, which is like. Oh, being, this poor guy. Holding on to five five dogs, which we, we forgot to mention it. When they load everyone onto the bus and Laura's on the bus, she notices the dogs. There's a, a, a few dogs running around that mm-hmm. are hanging out by the gas. Mm-hmm. And she finds that suspicious. They clearly didn't have a lot, a lot of budget for dogs in this movie because the same fucking yeah. dogs yeah. are now safely like uh, at the hotel yeah. being wrangled by this bellboy. So in in this little scene, uh, Masterson and Laura meet up. They have a little conversation. He's still trying to get in her very uninterested pants. Yeah, and this is like he says a line. He goes like. Hey, do you want to rest up? You know, I have my key card and everything. Mm-hmm. He uses that again, but on a different person. Yeah. So something tells me he's like, okay, I'm unsuccessful lawyer right now. But buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He can't, poor he, guy can't give away his hotel room. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, he's she's just a very lonely man, you know? Yeah. The, the dog walking employee of the hotel, he runs into the EPA guy who is, Which is, is just a... a Bad guy pretending to be the EPA boss in charge of this. To preface this, the worst guy that they probably chose yeah. to explain this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's so he's yeah, he, he is just a, a blank slate of a human being. Just, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he, he tells them that the police chief is looking for him, uh, to which the, the shady guy, the shady bad guy is just like, oh, OK. Uh, but then he like takes off of his his EPA badge and, and kind of puts it in his pocket. And Laura notices this. Laura will get more and more suspicious as she kind of uh, ham fistedly, not hand fistedly, ham fistedly, because we don't need to go that hard, uh, investigates what's going on here. And then we're back on the run with our heroes. Uh, yeah. You know what? We're going to do a little break here because uh, when we get back. Uh, more running, more running through the streets of Beverly Hills. Yeah. You know, the human's only natural defense is the use of his intelligence. She wouldn't know fucking thing about that now, would you, Varney? Kind of leaves you unarmed, doesn't it, Benitez? 
Do you like stabbing the stand with a hunting knife while side-eyeing the wife of your stocky? Do you like sabotaging water slides to avenge your son? Have you or any of your co-workers incited criminal arson upon your person? Are you torn between two worlds, e.g. the life of a lawyer and that of a lifeguard? Then we implore you to listen to these curated clips. Take her under your wing. Guide her. Show her the way. See, the great lady's always been my mistress. Trevor Cole, shark fighter and virgin converter. Hey, you'll pass up one victim for another one. Not in my water or anywhere. You got that? Craig, why are you doing this to me? Damn it, now stop it. The poem? Tell me the poem. Like what? Like a power ski, man. If any of this or that was appealing to you, then you might be Baywatched. Coming September 25th to the Vox Crow Network. We're back. We've all had our Gatorade drink and we are ready to run aimlessly down the streets of Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh my God, there's so much running coming up in this is the back half of this movie. Yeah, a lot oh, yeah. of running, a lot of getting back into the same car that's mm-hmm. shot to pieces, stuff like that. I'm glad the tank mm-hmm. got some more use here because it, yeah. like, it, it just fucking fuck shit up and, and driving oh, yeah. through uh, every, all the fences and blowing everything yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Boomer Boomer vocalizes that he thinks they lost the tank, and then like a cartoon character right on cue, the tank shows up, yeah. blows up the house that they're in front of. The men of shrapnel to be sticking out of their ass. Like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. Explode, <laughs> which, which again makes no sense, because it's only this, like, mini tank firing one shell. Yeah. yeah. But for some reason, the the the, the wall, the, the insulation for the walls was gasoline. <laughs> yeah. Did they, did, like, the yeah. rich people be like, oh, did were they, like, thinking about, like, maybe burning down their own home for insurance? Yeah, like, everyone, 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 just, everyone, like, blew, everyone blew out their pilot light before they left. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck it, fuck this shit, I want a new home. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so the... It, it chases them. It bursts through a very cardboard wall that they leap over. <laughs> Benita is in the tank, blows up two more houses. And uh, so Boomer and Kelvin escape. I think they're behind like a car or something. And then he he yells at the tank because Benita runs out of ammo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, enough of this shit. I'm not playing defense anymore. As if he has some kind of choice, as if mm-hmm. this was all a, a clever ruse by Boomer, oh, yeah. and, and not just scrambling around like a, a, a maniac. <laughs> there, Boomer actually does have a cunning plan here. So he he sets up. So they they they've lost the tank for the moment. He sets up Kelvin on the top of this this kind of fence, mm-hmm. and uh, tells him not to to jump over it until he gives the signal, and then he runs out. And gets the the tank's attention by not just like running into the street and, you know, pretending like, "Uh oh, the tank saw me. He goes out and and kind of like does this jumping jack motion of, hey, I'm here. Which if you you were driving that tank, you'd be like, oh, that guy's trying to trick me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He is very clearly trying to trick me. (laughs) There's also no way for him to know that they're out of shells. No. So he's doing this with clearly in his mind thinking, well, I I might just get blown the fuck (laughs) up. (laughs) Yeah. And <laughs> tank chases him. He outruns the tank because mm-hmm. cortisol is a hell of a drug, apparently. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he he basically tells Kelvin to to jump down and turn left and run. Which, uh, like, between Boomer running from the tank, there's like great clips of just Kelvin sitting on top of the fence, yeah. just yeah, just, just stra- whistling, just straddling yeah. the wall yeah. as yeah. a kid playing in somebody else's backyard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boomer 
leaps over the tent or leaps sorry leaps over the the fence kelvin's already scrambled over it and the tank busts through but uh-oh it's a pond and uh, i thought it was they were building a pool or sorry they're building a yeah, pool there's a yeah. pool that's being dug and it's like well which is weird because it's full of water it's got water in yeah. it it's yeah. not that deep yeah. And there, but there's no tile or anything yeah. in it. It doesn't fucking rain in L.A. So I don't know why there's just a, a, a dug hole in a construction site with standing water in it. Maybe they just hit a... Maybe they had to stop construction because they hit a septic they tank a, or something. Oh yeah. The and worst possible thing. Yeah. By this point, the movie has gone knee-deep into the football puns. Oh, Both yeah. Boomer and Benitez are so bad for it. Oh, yeah. Now... <laughs> It's only half time, my friend. Half time. Then we uh, go to Laura at the evac center. Uh, Masterson is playing cards with the police chief and a bald dude. I feel like the this... police chief should have more important things to do, but you know, whatever. He's just apparently there. everything's fine. The EPA has taken over, so it's it's cool. This scene is bizarre. It yeah. feels like it feels weird. Like it's some of the punch up is in this scene because mm-hmm. it's trying to be funny <laughs> and, and oh, it is yeah. weird. Like out of nowhere, kind of shit being said in it. Yeah, kind of. Laura comes and sits down with them, and they're all playing cards. And I don't know why she mentions it, but she mentions the dogs that she saw while on the bus. And there's a, another guy that we haven't seen before. His name is Tobiasen, but they call him Toby. Mm-hmm. And he's like a CEO of something or other. Uh, but he was a biochemist before that. And he's they're talking Inven- about in- how the dogs should be dead. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Because the the is it the chief? The, the, chief, chief, the yeah. chief is like, my wife uses your products. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Toby's just like, I'm glad you're still having fun. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's just a weird scene, but it, it kind of sets the seeds of, of Laura being more and more suspicious of what's going on. Because Toby says that if it if it is fluorine gas, the dogs would be dead mm-hmm. super fast. It would kill the dogs faster than it would kill a human. Maybe mm-hmm. those dogs wouldn't be alive anymore. Yeah. Then we, uh, we meet back with our bad guys. Barney is riding around in the back of a pickup shouting motivational slogans at his fellow crooks he, he basically they're they're a little bit behind everything is on a super timetable for the bad guys in this movie and every now and then we'll get interspersed shots that show kind of their countdown timer their their computer their their computer nerds that they have at hq mm-hmm. that have their countdown timer they also have a timer or not a timer sorry but a count up of the money that they've stolen mm-hmm, yeah. yeah so all i can imagine is these cops going around and, and like entering the values the exact values of they the things that be. they're taking which is that's a speculative number oh, yeah. real, because they're, they're number. just stealing jewelry and they're like ah, it's about it's like fifty thousand oh, dollars right yeah. there you yeah know, it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, zirconia. It's it's fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cubic zirconia. That sounds worth the yeah. pretty penny. Yeah. It's yeah. gooey. African or something. Yeah. yeah. It's gooey. Yeah. Or <laughs> this Rolex has three X's on it. It must be like top of the line. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's the, it's the really yeah. up there. Oh, is this a proto dress? <laughs> I don't know why I'm, all, all the cops I've been doing impersonations are in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? In the earlier scene we got of the cops getting locked in their HQ, there is one cop in that scene who is hard on his New York accent, <laughs> which maybe they just didn't brief him. They're just like, you're a cop in this scene. He's like, Okay, got it, <laughs> got it, chief. Yeah, they're uh, filming in Mexico. He's like, I don't yeah. know where they're fucking gonna send yeah. this movie. 
yeah, Barney's riding around. He's he's in the back of the pickup. Uh, drives up to the crash site, kind of the ground zero of uh, where the tankers flipped over. They've got a bunch of white smoke. He's like, ah, no, use yellow smoke. You know, it'll be scarier for the uh, for the people up in the hills looking at uh, you know looking out their windows. Then we're back to our heroes where Boomer and Calvin, they need a car. They instead go with their strategy of running down the middle of every street. Yeah, they run really <laughs> close. They run really close to guys that are there to steal shit. Yes. Yeah. Who sort of just seem to look at them. Like, yeah, yeah. What are they doing? Like, yeah. It's like the Borg. It's like, oh, not registered as a threat yet. Yeah. Just going to watch them run by. But they're like, just seems to be times where you could be like sneaking along the house or going through people's yeah. backyards. Nope. Dead center. Dead of the center street. of the street. Oh, yeah. uh, Boomer breaks into a rental car place. And because uh, it's just like, OK, let's take the red car. Mm-hmm. And then like they start putting it into like this random like white. Well, no, he says we'll take the rolls because it's closer. Oh. Right. That was why he was like, let's take the rolls. It's closer. And they take the keys for a Rolls Royce. But it's it's, it's another identical Rolls Royce yeah. at the opposite end yeah. of the lot. Every fucking car in this lot gets blown up. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> so, it's like a line of like is it that cars. It's a car alarm that goes off, right? That alerts yeah. the, the bad guys. And then... Because they try it and they put it in the wrong yeah, car. And they, they, off, yeah, and yeah, the, the bad guys just open up on everything. Again. And they show up. They now have mounted guns. Yeah. They, <laughs> what, what the fuck? Twin machine guns yeah. on top of this Yeah, this mounted machine guns van. on those little trucks that they yeah. had guys in the back of. Which I don't understand. Like every all, every escalation that they do is just so drawing good. more and more attention to themselves in, in, yeah. a, in a in a ridiculous degree. Yeah. Uh, my note here was some of these cars are clearly nuclear powered because <laughs> they go up in mushroom clouds. <laughs> yeah. Like the nineteen million of this budget went to explosions. It had to. Have. Oh, it just, had to. Just have. gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. Just just. <laughs> giant giant explosions yeah uh but it's 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 fun in that way and then we cut back to our evac center oh uh, the, the rich people are they barrel gambling yeah, they're they're gambling. Fancy. It, it's crazy because they're like getting excited about just like yeah. playing gin rummy on the floor like a I fucking thought they were just like, I thought they were just like throwing dice just to it just was something to see like that like, but they're they're gambling and they're gambling it's like a sleepover like they're yeah. just getting all amped up they're all drunk they're gambling on the floor in like the stairwells and and like hangout areas of this hotel just yeah. losing their fucking minds <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where Laura is following through on her suspicions because I think yeah. she's following yes she she's starts following, following Masterson, Masterson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah sorry I, I yeah I just should call him just bat yeah, yeah. Uh, but I went through most of the movie not properly hearing what <laughs> that nickname was because I thought it was Bert at first because his name's Robert yeah. And so I thought it was Bert, but they was like, no, it's Bat. Yeah. And I well, thought it was Bat. Like, so I, <laughs> yeah. In, in most of my notes, I just called him Masterson because I was yeah. just like, I don't know. That's, right. Yeah. 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 Boomer and Kelvin, uh, we go back to them. They they did get a car. They got their they got their roles. Mm-hmm. My my note here was Kelvin being reasonable. Boomer wants none of it. I can't remember. Oh, because they, they drive to, uh, I think it's Masterson's house. Oh, yeah. They drive to Bat's house. So, yeah. So yeah. that... Boomer, because Boomer wants to do something there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kelvin's just like, so we just going to sit tight, right? And Boomer's just like, no. And he he runs off and gets a jerry can. Yeah. Uh, well, this is, yeah, this is where we find out that the yeah. car has like decanters of rum just chilling oh, in yeah. it, yes. which I thought was crazy. Because 
I get it. You're a car rental service. You want to uh, enhance the experience of renting a Rolls Royce uh, in Beverly and, Hills. And, and, of in Beverly Hills. That rum was just in there, so that means it was sitting in there all day, just getting baked by the Ooh. hot California sun. That and it's black rum. Oh, I see. Too. I so think it's like nothing more disgusting. And it's hot. Yeah. Just be hot, correct? So I <laughs> didn't start drinking until my mid twenties, and I was just never really like interested in it. And then you know you start having adult friends with adult parties, and and just like I should give this a try. Maybe I will like it, and. My wife and I, we were dating at the time. We weren't married yet, but we we had this kind of aborted drinking night because we weren't. We did no idea what we were doing. <laughs> Just a straight up abortion of a party. <laughs> it really <Yeah>. was. <laughs> it really was because I was trying to think of things that sounded appetizing to me because beer and, and wine and stuff didn't sound appetizing. So I was like. What about what about these white Russians? Oh, that's, that's like milk. Buddy. Milk. It's just gonna taste like milk. That's fine. I could yeah. I right. could probably drink a bunch of those. Could could not. Anyway, oh. we, we had we had a couple of times where we were just trying we were just trying to find things that we liked. And the one thing that I could drink in those early days that I that kind of was my gateway into into drinking <laughs> was Kraken. It was Kraken yeah. rum. Oh boy, no. And the funniest thing about it was that yeah, as I've gotten older. My tastes have definitely mellowed mm-hmm. out in in terms of alcohol. To the fact where thinking about it now makes me a little queasy. So that's like with me and Jagermeister. Yeah. So yeah, I've never had a good experience with Jager. Oh, so okay, picture this. Um, I'm 19. You know, just uh, go, about to go to a New Year's Eve party. Okay. So my friend and I we decided to have Jager bombs before we. Go out and oh, that's journey. A okay, journey on the on the bus for like over an hour because uh, they lived in Clayton Park and we were going to a friend's place in Bedford, so it was a long ass mm-hmm. drive on the bus. Rickety, gross, disgusting oh, bus. No. So, um, of course, we didn't have like regular shot glasses or things to measure out a proper thing for a Jager bomb. We didn't even have the fucking plastic containers. So, picture this. A giant novelty shot glass mm-hmm. filled to the brim with uh, Jägermeister. Then Ooh. we emptied like two and a half. Like basically like a wine flute. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no. yeah. Just, and then we, plain flute. Because like it didn't fit in any other glass, so we put it in a mug. And then we filled it up with uh, Red Bull. And we had two each. I hurled that night. I bet you did. I hurled. Yeah. It, it, the funny thing was, it was at a friend's very nice, fancy. They, they were Bedford money. If anyone oh, who lives yeah. in Bedford or the Halifax region in Nova Scotia, there are some 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 houses in Bedford that are just that just scream money. And I, yeah. it's a very McMansion area yeah. it for is. this yeah. city. It is yeah. not like not like old wealth, but like I uh, knew like that McMansion yeah. where and they had like this like I was very well acquainted to the. Um, to the bathroom. It was, it was not a good night. It was not a good night. I don't know if I told the story on, on this podcast before or not, but the last time I had Ye- Jägermeister was also Jägerbomb. But we were playing uh, beer pong with Jägerbombs uh, at a Halloween party where I was party Batman. So I had a Batman mask on and a Hawaiian shirt and a cape. And we were doing Jägerbombs, playing like beer pong and stuff. And I remember... The bathroom at the, it was in, I, it was in another apartment in the same building as mine. So the bathroom was occupied. So I just went down to my apartment to use the bathroom. And that was where I started to realize like how fucking drunk I was. Mm. And at the time my toilet was broken and you had to like turn the water off. 
uh, or it would just like run forever. Oh, no. And the the little metal piece oh. was broken on part of it. So when I turned the water on, I sliced the shit out of my thumb and didn't realize. And I was like bleeding all over the place because I'm super drunk. <laughs> Uh, in a fucking Hawaiian shirt and a Batman mask, <laughs> just pissing, bleeding all over the place. So I was like, oh, shit, looking at my hand. And, like, somebody else had come down with me to use the bathroom, and she, like, had to play nurse and, like, bandage my hand up and stuff. And then I don't remember going back up to the party. All I remember is seeing pictures of myself after I went back up to the party. So I'll tell you what kind of night I had. Oh, man. I don't think anyone has a good experience with Jägermeister. No, no, definitely not. Because it's always used by young people to do something excessive. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no one's sitting around, like, like sipping it. swirling it around and sniffing it. That fucking smells and tastes like black licorice, for fuck's sake. Nasty as fuck. I digress. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the hot car rum uh, does yes. get dumped out in favor of making... Uh, Molotovs, because that's what he, that's what Boomer goes into the house for. He's looking for like turpentine or paint thinner yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah, but also like right when um, Boomer is doing this, you have Kelvin finding the um, I don't know proof of I guess ownership or insurance for the car. I don't drive, so you can tell. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking oh, about with the car. Yeah, yeah, the it was the it's the price of the car, whatever it is, yeah, something that yeah. would be in the rental car that he finds out it costs one hundred fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah, and then he's just like, that's a fucking lot and he goes into like this very deep like conversation on how like he has like this that working class dream of you know being rich and enjoying the luxury that the rich have and it's just like it's like a nice like moment and then you have like boomer like oh huh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i'd live every day bitch yeah <laughs> yeah um but before we get i i did love that he said my house didn't even cost one hundred fifty five thousand dollars. and i was like ah oh that's not the case anymore yeah. tears yeah. streaming down my face <laughs> yeah um but before that we had um we have bats clandestine weed smoking meeting uh, because Laura is following him down yeah. into the bowels of the hotel mm. and he goes through like a key card door and then through another key card door. Yeah. And he meets with that blank slate EPA guy. Yeah. Uh, where we where he's like telling him and the way they're talking because they're both smoking and the way he holds a cigarette, he holds a cigarette like a joint. So it yeah. seems like they're smoking weed because he's like laughing yeah. and like about his maniacal plan where he's like, yeah, uh, yeah just just like pretend you're stupid like the government actually is. Uh. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. He, butthead he shit plays, going on. He plays like the, the, the agent plays stupid very well that like I think I forgot that part where he's yeah. like I'll play stupid, but I was just like I think he just played it too well. I think he actually <laughs> He might have actually just been stupid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't seem to have answers for no. things. Yeah. And and I also wrote down I couldn't believe I can't believe I thought Robert Davy was the a good guy for any amount of time even at <laughs> the beginning because up to that point I was like is he just gonna like be always be the cuck like yeah. throughout this and like try to like you know uh, save the day yeah I I thought we might get the twist because he was set up to be oh yeah a bit of an asshole but I thought maybe he was just kind of the innocent asshole type of thing. But then, yeah. of course, we, we learned that he is he is not only involved, but he is the mastermind mm -hmm. behind yeah. all of this. And uh, the criminal bean counters, we get a, we kind of get a check in with them. We get we check in throughout the movie with them. They've estimate that they've now stolen a quarter of a billion dollars worth of stuff, which was great. Uh, that'll keep ticking up. Uh, we get a scene where the the bad guys are towing the tank out of the pond, which is yeah. really funny. Uh, Barney does some more motivating. 
and uh, Barney threatens to kill him if he fucks up again. Threatens to kill, threatens to kill the hitman. Yeah, which is so funny because like the hitman's like super tall and yeah. like buff dude with a crazy mullet and he's just like a dumpy little fat cop <laughs> yeah. he's like I'll kill you myself and I'm like dude I, I don't know not sure as we sort of skipped ahead this is now where we get the scene where he's finding the, the thing about the $155,000 oh, car yes, yeah. Boomer is uh, making Molotovs in the yeah. back seat out of the decanters yeah. um, and uh, <laughs> um, we learn more about Bo- about um, Kelvin yeah, yeah Kel- Kelvin says my wife left me for a dentist. Probably better at oral sex or something. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that was funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was just like him making like Molotov cocktails out of like the crystal yeah. counters. Yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and then we finally, our track record of Molotovs was terrible because I was, I couldn't help but laugh because I was like, I know Nathan's going to be happy about this. So happy. Molotovs are comically successful in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, they they might as well be drone missile strikes <laughs> for the yeah. effect they have on the vehicles in this movie. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's, so, it's absolutely insane. But it's a pretty great scene. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll go ahead. Because it, it, it looks like, like, really, like, really hard crystal. Like, the, like the decanters look like they're, like, uh, a yeah, good couple. I feel like, like they wouldn't thick. shatter the way they no, do. They, they no, go no. without, like, candy I glass. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like it would just, like, it, it might, like, break a little bit. Like, it might just, like, just break the cop's windshield. (laughs) But yeah, we we get another great line from Kelvin when they're driving, they're like kind of speeding towards Mm. a uh, roadblock. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and Boomer, I think says, I can't wait to see the look on their face, uh, on their faces. And Kelvin says, what would we die right in front of them? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which was pretty great. Uh, Because I legitimately laughed out loud at some of the stuff he said. Like there's, there was laughing at like stuff that's ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but like he said things that were legitimately funny. And then they would kind of give uh, Boomer, the uh, the the bad guy, the good guy quips. Yeah, but they were they never were particularly great. No. Um, but yeah, we now get like a ridiculous amount of just like throwing uh, Molotovs at our like gun mounted fucking mini trucks and yeah. blowing up a bunch of cop cars and shit, and it just yeah. gets fucking nuts. Not only do the Molotovs cause some of these cars to explode, but one of them actually hit gets hit, and then for some reason does a full barrel roll and explodes yeah. like the, the sheer force of boomer's arm how you know how this guy wasn't making top money as a quarterback i don't know because he can he, he is literally throwing bombs out there it's, yeah. it is wild uh but i was so happy because we've seen so many times in so many movies in the short life of this show the molotovs either backfire hilariously or just they don't harmlessly, right. yeah, <laughs> harmlessly set something on fire for thirty seconds. But in this movie, my God, it's yeah. it is glorious. One of the things that Boomer manages to set fire to is Benitez, <laughs> yeah, who is is standing by some of the crooked cops, and uh, the, he he gets some splash of of the Molotov. He's, ba- he's in the back. Oh, he's of the, in the back, oh, in the back, of the back of the truck. Of he's yes. on the mounted gun. Yes. And, and he jumps I, off, doesn't he? He jumps like, off. You extinguish his, me. His legs get yeah. set on yeah. fire. And he is. A, this was what I was mentioning before, because he is a real stunt guy, and that definitely was him on fire yeah. there. Um, is the does the car? Do they ramp the car in this? 
part or is it the next? Oh, that's coming up. That's that, coming that'll out. be the okay, next yeah, big. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he they they put him out, and then we go back to uh, Laura spying mm-hmm. on on Bat. <laughs> we get a fucking Laura scene. super yeah. spy. Laura is one of my favorite things oh, like because she's just got this fucking high heels yeah, too. in the like, world. Click, 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 but she click, has click, click. she has this stealth crouch going yeah. as she she walks down these hallways where if anyone enters the hallway from either end, she is immediately spotted because. Oh, yeah. Again, taking like Boomer running down the middle of streets, taking no pains mm-hmm. to at all conceal herself except for this low crouch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I absolutely loved it. Because this is where we go back to kind of evil HQ, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With uh, and, and she's kind of overhearing them talk. They're up to five hundred million, so they're they're making good progress. There is a primary target, which we're just kind of hearing about now. Um, and this will tie into the wall later, mm-hmm. but we, we, we've got a fly in the ointment here because Kelvin and Boomer have a, one of the police, uh, walkies. And I guess all of the conversations are just on like normal channels. <laughs> yeah. Like where, everyone's where using they, one yeah. channel where they're using their, each other's real names, which yes. I thought was funny. <laughs> There's like, no okay, well, names or anything. I hope no one in the greater Los Angeles area has a police scanner, yeah. but Oh okay. yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. What shit can happen when, with just like walkie talkies. Cause I remember when I was like mm, 12, 13, uh, it, it was kind of like fashionable for kids my age to get like a good set of walkie talkies. Oh yeah. I had had a good set serious, a serious range. Mm -hmm. And at the time where my uh, buddy lived, there was uh, a huge construction. They were building, I don't know if it was the Canada game center. They were building something in the, in the, in that kind of area. So there's a massive construction site and we were, we scanned around and we picked up a guy at the construction site asking someone to do something. So we started responding (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I was like, what was, uh, yeah, what was that that you wanted us to move there? And then he was like, God damn it. Like I was getting, we were like getting this guy in trouble. And my buddy grabs the walkie talkie, does uh, like Scotty from Star Trek impression of like, I can't do it, Captain. And there was like <laughs> the longest three second pause of my life. And then the guy going, what the fuck was that? And then he just died laughing. It was the funniest damn thing that ever happened in our lives. But yeah, if we were able to do that as children, the, the everyone, there's a multiple people <laughs> yeah. hearing these guys yeah. talk about their plans. Yeah. Um, so a little caveat. I, I used to always work retail and one of the retails I used to work at is The Gap. So... I would always like switch to different channels and like listen to like the different stores. Like I'd be like switch. It would be Sephora down the butt down the things. Like, um, do you have like the Fenty um, beauty cream in this shade? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that level of anarchy. That's yeah. amazing. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just switching up to like soft mock. Like it's like, um, do you have this Adidas in uh, size twelve? No. Yeah, <laughs> just just uh, everything Drinking I answered. Absolute hell just on their everything like day. I would answer with yeah. was it would just be a no, and then I would just switch to like the next channel. <laughs> I, I love that so much. Yeah. Walkie talking rebels. Yeah, yeah. People, wow. people calling like early inventories in the middle of the year. It's like guys, I think we got to do inventory again. Something's yeah. wrong here. <laughs> yeah. It says that we have 12, 12 Nike sports in like the size eighteen. Why? <laughs> Barney uh, mentions to Masterson that they're having they're having trouble with with two guys. 
And uh, one of them is number 12, because that's their cute little nickname for the guy they're trying to kill. Mm -hmm. And uh, Boomer, of course, is listening uh, because, yeah, this is an open channel. And uh, Masterson, uh, so he actually gets on the channel and he starts, you know, doing good guy quips. Uh, So then Masterson is less like, hey, just fuck off. Just just fuck off. And I will make sure that you never have to worry about your bum ankle ever again you're mm-hmm. you're gonna be rich uh or richer than you already are and he, he tells him he's like sit it out mm. and then now i don't know if something was wonky with my version of this movie but in my version boomer doesn't say anything is that is that right i'm trying to remember because we can check. I have a laptop here. Because it was really weird because like three seconds go by, Boomer says nothing, and then Masterson immediately tells Barney to kill him. Yeah. And I was just like, well, what if he was just mulling over this offer that you've made? So I was wondering if there was some kind of dialogue that maybe got cut out of the version that I watched, uh, which was just on YouTube. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, I, I don't, if, if you guys don't remember it, maybe he doesn't say anything and we just. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure we can pull up a clip or yeah. something. Yeah. Silence as a, as a no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he, I like that th- there's almost no pause there. Like, yeah. you're just like, he could even, are you considering my offer? Like, yeah, maybe, just, maybe, just maybe do some. He just didn't hold the follow-up. button down. He's oh, like, no, no it's I'm not I'm doing, I'm doing, I like being rich. I love being rich. <laughs> yeah. My life is so much easier when I'm yeah. just rich. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I thought that was that was a, a an interesting little bit there. Um, Boomer then makes fun of Masterson's inhaler, <laughs> which makes him angry, and he he throws the walkie and, and smashes, uh, which causes Laura to kind of freak out, I guess, and, mm-hmm. and she takes off down the 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 thing. But you have like this is like one of the funniest bits I found. Like he goes like, okay, "Give me the gun," and like, yeah, and right. then you just have like one of the nerds is like pull out a gun. And it's like not that gun, the stun gun. And yeah. then you just see like another nerd just like throw up uh, the stun like the cattle prod. Yeah, this yeah. Is what I, th- thank you for saying that because when he hit it, I was like, "That's not a gun at all. That's a cattle prod." That's, yeah. There's no gun about that. There right. are stun guns. That's not one of them. Also, when he handed him the gun, he was pointing it at him. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, holding it like by the trigger, pointing it at him. But just how, yeah, how angry he gets. Like, how could you possibly fuck that up? Not the thing shaped like a gun. <laughs> Give me this weird stick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he gives chase. Boomer and, and Kelvin are off driving to find the bad guy's primary objective. Somebody says genital obsessive here, and I don't remember why, because I, I wrote uh, down... Laura. Laura says Laura it. Says oh, it. Yeah. When, when she gets, uh, when she gets uh, apprehended here. Yeah. She, she has a little chase scene through a boiler room okay. and some ducks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Masterson catches her, and then uh, he's got a, a little bit of a villain monologue. He, and then he starts singing. I was just like, yeah. thank you very much. It's, it's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh. And, and then, you just look at her face. She's like, oh, Jesus. And his his villain monologue gets cut off because he starts coughing mm-hmm. because he's such a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. And I was just, what are they doing? They can't, this character can't be sinister. Mm-hmm. They can't, they've ruined that. So it was really interesting. We get a great uh, Laura moment where she takes off Mm -hmm. and she goes through a door super fast and there's like, she gets cut off by a railing and there's some sort of Mm -hmm. James Bond, like fan contraption, uh, like 50 feet below her. Uh, uh, And uh, she 
throws her jacket into it mm -hmm. and like gymnast style hangs oh, yeah. underneath. The, the athleticism thing. of these, like the three like like main characters, excluding mm -hmm. Bad, is just like insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelvin at least like complains about it because he's because sometimes he's just like, "You get paid two million dollars to do this." Like I have to, but he has no problem keeping up with oh, her no. the whole yeah. time. Uh, no. And yeah, like Laura is just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna body weight hang off of this yeah, pipe straight for as hang. long as it takes for him to fuck off." Yeah, and uh, yeah, gymnasts so, herself back up and then gets electrocuted and, and caught yeah. immediately. Yeah. So yeah, because she uh, she took off when when he he took a hit of his inhaler. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he comes in and he just kind of like looks down like like longingly, and you're just like, oh, maybe he thinks that you know that's it. But for how obsessed he is with her, right? It's a very muted kind of reaction. Mm. But then we see that he he has not in fact fallen for her clever ruse because she goes through a door and like he's taken another door around and he he's like I'm sorry, Laura, and he yeah. cattle prods her into unconsciousness, which I don't think a cattle prod does, but no. who even knows what this thing is because apparently it's a gun. Yeah. It uh, works like the fucking the stun baton in in uh Demolition Man. <laughs> the the cops in Demolition Man have like weird future stun guns that knock yeah. people out. Um, after this, we get a little scene of the bad guys moving the stuff out of like the containment area, uh, on ambulances, uh, under the cover of like evacuating wounded cops slash EPA workers. Yeah. And I love the fact that the LAPD guys who are actually like the real ones, I believe, who are actually some of the guys manning mm -hmm. these checkpoints are just like, oh yeah, like, oh, of course there'd be wounded, uh, EPA and, and police officers. All we've been hearing for the last 40 minutes is gunfire and explosions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the uh the radius what because they said there's like the gas was like supposed to be lethal up to so many feet, but they had to do like 9 square miles as a as a it as was a radius. Something like that, yeah. There's no way the guys at the checkpoints aren't hearing all the gunfire. Yeah. Like it, on a, it's just a quiet night yeah. <laughs> like echoing through, through like yeah. it's not like an active war zone that's happening yeah, like, yeah. but like also i noticed like the ambulance doesn't have like their sirens on when they're like mm. driving through they're mm -hmm. just like yep yeah that's cool that's See cool you later. we got yeah. we got wounded not like yeah like we're putting, not in a hurry. putting like pedal it. to the metal <laughs> like just trying to get these quote-unquote cops to safety they're just like nope we're good and uh, we we go back to our boys in the car and Molotov uh, scene too. Yeah, Bar uh, Barney's still yeah. after them. Fucking decanters of rum were in that. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. It, I guess they needed a variety of different yeah. unmarked liquor yeah. in this yeah. car. We got this one brown liquor, and then we got this other brown liquor. Yeah. yeah. So they they get seen. Uh, the bad guys kind of shoot the car up, but that can't stop Kelvin, uh, who is driving at this point. No. Uh, yeah, Boomer throws more Molotovs causes a squad car to flip over, catch fire, then explode. Mm -hmm. Next Molotov takes out another cruiser, but much more muted. Like this one just kind of like it hits it, goes on fire, drives into a thing. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed there. And uh, they, they speed off. Laura wakes up in Masterson's lair. Uh, he's brought her coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of a weird. I know, I know apology. how you like it. Black yeah. was sweet and low. And I just wrote down that black, sweet and low sounds like a black exploitation movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, next week on uh, on Video Cult. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he does apologize for tasing her. And he's honestly trying to flirt here, which I think is pretty funny. This is when I noticed all of the technology in the movie is sharp. The computers that they're the bad guys are all using are all sharp. Oh, things. okay. So there might have been a product placement. Oh, deal there. interesting. 
Uh, and hey, then, do you want to pull off a multi-million dollar heist? Go with Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is before companies were sensitive about letting bad guys use their oh, yeah. stuff. Like, <laughs> like, like Apple has it. Like, they'll never let bad guys in a movie use Apple products. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's why, like, I'm pretty sure bad guys always use Androids in movies <laughs> nowadays. Nice. Now we get the the police chief's greatest, his magnum opus in this movie. Oh, the, you, we mean, go upstairs. You, you mean the greatest line ever committed to cinema? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, He's meeting with this fake EPA boss upstairs oh, yeah. at the evac center. And my note here was he basically talks to himself. <laughs> this is a good bit. I like I liked it, this. Yeah, bit. The, it, it was like the it was like a scene in a movie where somebody has something in their mouth and they can't. Like spit it out or swallow it, and yeah. they, so they have to bullshit their way through not talking. It was kind of like that level of yeah. comedy scene. Yeah. So they uh, he hits him with probably six or so questions, which our our criminal just kind of stumbles over himself, and he, the police chief Healy he just kind of supplies his own answers. He's just like measuring a time frame for the dissipation of the uh, of the cloud into the atmosphere. Yes. So how long do you figure that'll take? Well, um, it, it would probably take the usual uh, the usual amount of time, which... Uh, um, What's that, about uh, 24 hours? Yeah, 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 about, uh, about, about a day, yeah. yeah. When can we get the helicopters? No, wait, we can't, because if we fly over the helicopters, there's a possibility we might... Uh, yeah, like, and he's like, oh, that was a stupid you, idea. How'd you get here so fast? Well, uh, we were, uh, you were in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he literally just gives this guy everything. What was, what was the line you had? Oh, because um, he was talking about... It was about when they could get let people go back to their homes mm. because he said he said I can't have these people here standing around like a bunch of natives and I <laughs> every uh, everything my brain tried to do to work out what the fuck that meant was all really upsetting. Yeah. I was like I I don't want to break yeah. this down, my friend. I don't know. It's one of those lines where you're just like I'm not sure how this is offensive. Because I'm not sure what stereotype you're referencing. I know yeah. it is, because you're clearly referencing some kind of stereotype that I've yeah. never heard before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Really yeah, weird. I forgot about that line. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking I wrote it down immediately. Yeah. So then we're, we're back to the action where ambulances uh, full of stolen shit are rolling up to an airfield. Boomer and, and, and yeah. uh, Kelvin are still... Treating this busted ass Rolls Royce <laughs> like it's been bulletproof this whole time. And it, it was is very not. clearly they not. drive straight into gunfire yes. so oh, many yeah. times. Or I'm like, no, they're yeah. both dead. And I love <laughs> the fact that the bad guys now, because I guess this is has uh, gone through the whole chain of of everyone involved with this scheme because someone says, "There's that fucking Rolls again <laughs> when, they, when yeah. they roll up in it." Yeah. Uh, is this the one where we have uh, Benitez with the flamethrower? Yes. Yes, because they jump the rolls they, this uh, is, yeah, and, they jump. and they start chasing them with the flamethrower and they have to turn into the parkade. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're going to the top of this parkade. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's just holding down the trigger for the flamethrower <laughs> as they're driving full yep. speed. So the flames are just like blowing back <laughs> at them. They're really not effectively doing anything. Yeah. Oh, God. So, who brought the flamethrower? Who like packed it? The same person who packed the MGs, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the mounted MGs. It's yep. insane the firepower that they brought for a place that's supposed to have no one in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like that, at least in my own headcanon, 
Bonita has only got the flamethrower because he got set on fire, and this is so personal now between him and Boomer. <laughs> it really with, seems with to be all that of way. the the football, uh, yeah. you know, back and forth, and, and now it's it's just the most personal. And, oh yeah, but he ta- he he effectively takes out more of his own guys. Oh yeah, yes. by, by holding down the trigger of the <laughs> yeah. flamethrower, he sets on he sets more cop cars on fire that explode than than any yeah. damage that comes to the rolls. Yeah. I really enjoyed the parking garage scene. I just thought it was a cool <laughs> setting and especially where you had the flames going, licking across like the walls and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I just thought it was well done. Like it was a well was done action fun, scene. Yeah. And, yeah. Again, and again, just the testament to how many fucking cars they destroyed in this, in this movie. Yeah. And, it was insane. Uh, we should note that, that Boomer does help Benitez take out his own guys by like pouring, I think the Jerry can out as yeah. he's going around this parking garage and Benitez of course lights it on fire because he's lighting yeah. everything on fire and that takes <laughs> out a couple of squad cars yeah and then we get a weird scene where Boomer finds a gun in the back seat, oh yeah and, and then he like, like shoots, shoots it up the air like five times and Kelvin's like the fuck are you doing yeah, yeah. he seems to be I, I didn't it's like anti-gun or something it's I don't know it's supposed to be comedic that I think he you doesn't know, know like how people that don't normally gun. deal with handle guns like it's just going off and it's yeah. like, it's a it, very, I don't know. It just seemed like a really weird scene and oh, yeah. a really like odd non sequitur. So they they leave the garage, narrowly avoid two cop cars that crash into each other, and, uh, and they ramp off the garage to the next building. Yes, and, and then fall through the roof and then fall through another floor into yes. into a sushi restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think is there. There's a good comedic bit here, and I can't remember who gets the line, but. Uh, one of them asks, uh, you know, the, the the floor starts creaking under them after they've fallen through the roof. And he's like, is there a floor below? And, and I think it's Calvin that's just like, I sure hope so. <laughs> but then they both, as if they're in like a Disney Channel show, both start yelling. Yeah, like, they both do the, the synchronized ah! scream. Yeah. And then they're like, still like five seconds before the floor kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's really stupid. Uh, so they, they land uh, and get out of the car. Somehow Benitez is already down there mm-hmm. on foot to hunt them. And they see him through this kind of like, it's one of those like screens that you can kind of just see his shadow. And all it reminded me of was the Raptors in Jurassic Park where they <laughs> oh, yeah. go into the visitor center. <laughs> and I, I was really curious as to how he, he got in there. Uh, but they kind of flee and their car explodes. Mm-hmm. And Benitez just kind of like pokes his head in. It was just like, oh, flaming car. Good, yep, good enough for oh, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Terrible yeah. hitman. He'll do this twice in the movie <laughs> where he just kind of nonchalantly like, yeah, they're dead. Oh, yeah. 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 I got him. I got him. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and you have um, Boomer. Like there's like this um, framed shadow box of like throwing stars. Yeah. And throwing knives. Yeah, and I didn't takes know what it. it was yes. at first. So when he grabbed it, I was like, what are we doing here? I didn't yeah. know. But then as he's grabbing that, uh, uh, Kelvin's like fruitlessly trying to put the car fire I out. Know. Like for no reason. I also noticed um, because the shopping district and everything, we never saw it get evacuated. As far as I know, everything was closed. Mm-hmm. There's still a fucking sushi like uh, like a, ro- a rotating sushi thing going around yeah. with sushi all over it as if the restaurant like was abandoned quickly. Masterson, uh, we get a scene where he's, he keeps going with his, his scheme, which now involves a crane at his house pulling and dudes like pulling up sod. So again, this will tie into the wall thing that we will get nothing really until the end of the movie. Yeah. Important about, 
Um, but now he thinks that they're dead as well, which is uh, handy. And uh, we get a glimpse of the computers again. Now we're up to 650 million stolen in case you're playing along at home. <laughs> and the the nerds start packing up the HQ at, at Masterson's request because they're they're not quite out of time but they they want they, to move they, lost, they need to they move lost they lost time yeah, yeah because of, of personnel loss which is a nice way of saying uh boomer and kelvin cars crashed murdering <laughs> half of their their dudes and then we get a, a quick see like someone must have cut out a nice like van gogh or something because we're we're now like up to 717 million mm. on the on the scoreboard and then we uh check back in with our heroes and they're doing what they always do running aimlessly down a street in the middle of the street. Yeah. Uh, they enter a, some kind of store. I think it's just like a it's, jewelry store or something. It's a Cartier right? store. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those things I'm not I'm not cultured enough to know what, oh, what that store is. Yeah. It's fine. It's... Uh, is it culture? <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's called uh, I Watch Too Much... Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> um, all the... Which, again, the height of culture... Oh, is yeah. keeping up the Kardashians. Yeah. Boomer stops and uh, he he breaks that frame, which is full of like shuriken throwing stars. Puts them in a purse. Which he puts them in a purse and, and, and then gives it to Kelvin. Exactly. Like Kelvin knows my, what to do with that. Purse. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like all these stores are supposed to be like looted. But do they just look at this purse and like they they knew it was like, oh, it's fucking it's last season. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's garbage. It loses half its value once you take it out of the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cops are from Boston now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see we see some bad guys loading a wall section that has like a fresco painted on it. Uh, into well, there was kind of a, a few times that they jumped over to that. There was guys putting like explosives yes yeah they're breaking it out of like a outside bank, of right? a bank yeah. so they're, yeah. they're on the outside of the bank line like putting up a square of explosives they mm. set off kind of these charges and then they're able to get the square out and then when they lay it down we see it has mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. uh i forget what it's called when it, it's, it's a painting on painted onto the wall yeah, yeah. there's it, a word for that i don't remember yeah uh, is it is mural that not, it's like a mural yeah yeah because yeah. like i was like because i like we're we're still we still don't know that this is the wall that we're talking yeah. about because we're the just wall. like because yeah. yeah. like i was like oh and then once like they loaded up and i was like this okay. is a, this is a huge wall that we have to legally smush immigrants <laughs> illegal immigrants <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no it's just, i'm just like um okay like it just seems like a mural like did like how would you yeah i yeah. was like what how what like how, why would how, how or why are we valuing this mural that's on a wall in a bank? That's yes. what I couldn't yeah. wrap my head is around. Like, um, and I don't think like it's ever explained. It is, no, it, we will never get a good explanation yeah. for the I wall. I like to think that he he took it from like the Sistine Chapel because you have like angels. Yeah, there's and, there's like, like religious iconography, like cherubs yeah. and stuff, and and yeah, like gold, but like filigree. And it stuff. doesn't look like it was done by like one of the Renaissance painters. It looks like it was done by like some seventh graders at the Beverly Hills, like Thank high you. school. That was one of my notes was just, <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's look, not a great painting. No, no. it's not a great but painting. But for some reason costs a shitload of money. Yeah. yeah. Now we, uh, we, we get the immediate payoff of the, the throwing stars. Oh my God. When <laughs> Boomer comes across some, some bad guys in the street. Yeah. And, uh, twice, throws a throwing star into a dude's throat yeah in a moving car yeah oh impeccable aim oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh one of the cars then drives 
into a store and blows up the entire building. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's so much of that. This whole sequence is them yeah. just narrowly escaping cars that are hellbent yeah. on driving them over. Yes. But yeah. consistently just smash into storefronts and explode. They're like ramping off of each other through the air, like getting to the fucking yeah. second story <laughs> yeah. of some it's of these great. buildings. And this is like being like backtracked by like Faith No More's epic. Yes. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. so it was like the like the the, the beginning like beats start I'm like. Oh yeah, man. This it, it is was like pretty great. Some great slow motion stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. There was a couple of times where like they did a good job of it, but I think they were superimposing them into mm-hmm. it to put them closer to the explosion. But they yeah. did a good job. It didn't. Yeah. They show it quickly uh, enough that it never looked out of place or or disproportionate. So it actually looked quite good. Nothing I noticed certainly, and there's there's been a few scenes in some of the movies that we've watched where even even I've caught it, and I'm not great yeah. at catching stuff like that. Yeah. But this this movie I found was was pretty decent. There wasn't any goofs that stood mm-hmm. out to me in in most of these scenes. Benitez uh, enters the scene again, and and the these guys are you know they're throwing stars, they're getting shot at, they're they're crawling around, they're doing all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Benitez has gotten himself because every time he comes back, he needs a wacky weapon to come back with. <laughs> uh, he's got a huge rifle, like this looks like like a military anti-material rifle, and. <laughs> He's like anti-tank rifle. Yeah. he. The first thing he does is accidentally team kills uh, a dude in a squad car. Yeah. And this is where I just started pr- like putting in parentheses by his name in every note. Worst hitman ever. Yeah. <laughs> because he really is just absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, incompetent. The worst. But then then our sweet boy, Kelvin, he takes a bullet for Boomer. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. The moment I, I I screamed, yeah, I cried, yeah. I, uh, my notes just don't you die on me. I, yeah, don't you die on me, Kelvin. <laughs> yeah, but no, I I was like, Kelvin is like, is one of the big things besides like all the goofiness, all the like explosions, the actions. Like he's like one of the biggest things mm-hmm. that kind of like make this movie for me. Mm. So I'm just like, oh man. Well, again, yeah. to, to go back to that. Ken Wall is a, a a a black void where charisma gets sucked in to never <laughs> yeah, be seriously. seen again. Yeah. So having Matt Ferrer be there, do all this heavy lifting yeah. of making us care. Because if we didn't have, if we had somebody who was also kind of a, a either a non actor or somebody who can't doesn't have that same presence or, yeah. or be mm-hmm. able to deliver things that are actually legitimately funny, I, I think even with all the crazy action in this movie, it would. Be yeah. much lesser. It wouldn't be as interesting. It'd be so flat. It would yeah. be, be very flat. Yeah. I would miss like um, his massively large like jaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Again, giant head people movie. That's, oh, yes. that's what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. It's like Bobblehead the movie. <laughs> so, which is uh, unfortunately I ha- have to report to all of you is a real movie. No. Yeah, there's a Bobblehead movie. All of their heads are constantly it. like just like oh. shaking that, around. That would give me much and uh, uh, we get. Our, our big celebrity cameo at the end is share. <laughs> Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> we're, we're shaking our heads like bobbleheads, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but not a visual medium. Please follow along at home. Yeah. Uh, so both Kelvin and Boomer fall through a glass storefront. Mm-hmm. And... They they lie motionless, defeated uh, uh, in, in the pile of glass on the floor. Uh, very seemingly dead, at least to Benitez, who again takes 
five seconds to just kind of eyeball him. And he doesn't even get up close. Like before the car was on fire, he can't get close to it. And yeah. he was accepting that. It's like mm-hmm. dumb, but I'll, I'll yeah. leave it alone. He he's, they're just laying in some glass. He can walk up to them, but he's very confident. He's like, no, no, no I'm, good. No, I'm going good. the other way. Yeah. Which is, is wild because he should know that he only shot once. Yeah. So yeah. did he assume that the bullet went through Calvin and through yeah. Boomer? For, I guess so. I guess yeah. so. I mean, it was a big rifle. Yeah, one of, one of the... Okay, no, I'll, I'll save that. Uh, so he... Barney is just like, are you sure they're dead? Because <laughs> obviously Barney at this point doesn't trust this awful hitman. No. And so Benita's like, check it out yourself. You're super dead. And uh, Barney's walking over to them can't help but give us a bunch of exposition on how the where the plot is heading on his walkie-talkie while he he goes to check on their their corpses Mm -hmm. and then we get honestly one of the most telegraphed movie scenes out of anything i've ever seen in my whole life because (laughs) barney is an armed ex-cop there are two guys lying prone in front of him seemingly dead yeah it would take him two seconds to pull out his gun and put two in each of their skulls, right? That you, you yeah. just make sure nope. Barney has a bomb. See, yeah, <laughs> not just any bomb. It's plastic explosive. It's a so time like, plastic. Yeah, explosive. It's like a little yeah. brick of C4 that he like puts a 20 second timer on and yeah. drops yeah. between the two of them. Yeah. And so this is, this is my, my note here. Barney has a bomb to blow up their bodies. Could just double tap. But then how would we have Boomer, the quarterback, throw the bomb into his car in a few seconds? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because up to this point, like, sure, he's throwing Molotovs, but he hasn't thrown something like a football yet. No, exactly. He hasn't actually, like, really, like, leaned into that. And the throwing stars were were wild. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think being a football player, even a quarterback, qualifies you to be able to throw throwing stars like Boomer does. But we'll forgive that. He's got a great arm. And then, uh, yeah, my next note was, well, that was the easiest movie prediction I've ever made because yeah. Barney goes off in his truck, starts humming his truck tunes, or he's singing yeah. some kind of little yeah. song about being rich. <laughs> uh, Boomer quickly gets up from playing dead and takes one look at the bomb, walks out into the streets and uh, hucks it into the back of the, the pickup. Great slow motion oh, yeah. like throw where we yeah. see the, the, the fucking mullet flapping in the wind and <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> oh, it's, it's yeah, it is his his piece de resistance yeah. there. Uh, and then Barney's line, he looks back because he hears the beeping. He looks back. What? Boomer as the kid <laughs> yeah. explodes. Just... Mm. He had a few mm, seconds to kiss. jump out of that car. Oh, yeah. Instead, no. Yeah. <laughs> Flintstone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, I would probably go for the, the big dramatic line <laughs> if, mean, if, if you caught me there you as have well. To. Yeah. Uh, so Benitez then sees the mushroom cloud from Barney's truck and realizes that he is just the worst hitman in the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, he he kind of knew that guy was going to go blow them up. So why would he assume that oh, that yeah. guy died yeah. doing that? Yeah. I thought that was dumb. That's interesting. Um, Maybe he just assumed that Barney would also, went, like, take the 10 seconds and just yeah. be like, mm, yeah, they're dead and just leave, yeah. too. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, we get a quick cut where the uh, guys are lowering the wall slab uh, that has the art on it. 
into the hole in Masterson's yard. So mm-hmm. everything's coming together here. We, uh, yeah, this is where we get the full outline of his insane, complicated it's so fucking plan. dumb. It's a ridiculous... And this is the thing. It's like everyone felt they had to outdo mm-hmm. Die Hard. But the genius of Die Hard is that their plan is... is very simple. Yeah, they just they, they trick the FBI mm-hmm. by pretending to be terrorists when they're really just rot, they're really just ripping the place off. Mm-hmm. And so every other kind of diehard ripoff uh, has a, a, a you know the the quote unquote bad ones have overly complex plans with so many moving parts like this one that it's it would be impossible to like get everyone on the same page to, to really pull it off. And his whole plan was to rob all of these places in Beverly Hills, steal a, a painting, or I guess it's, is it a fresco or something like that when it's painted on itself? I want to call this, it a fresco, but I don't Steal this yeah. wall that has a painting that he owns for some reason that's in the bank, mm-hmm. steal it, hide it, so the insurance company that Laura's father owns will have to pay out over a billion dollars in insurance for all this stuff. And to save them a billion dollars, they will appoint him the, he- the ch- head of the board... Uh, and put him in charge of the company because he'll accept that in place of the insurance money. I hope you were following along at home. <laughs> there will yeah. be a test at the end. Yeah. <laughs> because that, yeah, you need to understand that very, very logical plot. Yeah. That Masterson ex- expounds to, to Laura when they show up here in, in this scene, basically. he's He's been dragging her with him. Because he doesn't really know what to do with her just yet. Yeah. And well, he, he wants well, to force her we'll, to marry yeah. him. Exactly. Uh, because we'll a wife can't be, testify against her husband. <laughs> Gotta have some thoughts on that. But that's it's, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Uh, so, yeah. So he he rolls up with Laura and then he he it tells you everything that Josh just told you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. What he has a kangaroo gr- court he goes to. Like, yeah. It's like. Yeah. And then he, he's talking about this and he's just like, you know, the board's going to be so happy. They'll probably can't they'll probably canonize me. Her response to that was more likely wish you in hell. Yeah. And I went back <laughs> and listened to it three times because I was just like, that's not a retort. That's just words. That's just word yeah. salad. <laughs> And uh, just making mouth sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we I I never did get an answer for why that she says that. But, you know, whatever. Um, So then in the next scene, the next scene pulled a fast one on me because it's Benitez doing his best Boomer impression by running down the middle of the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I actually thought it was Boomer because they have the same body type. And, the <laughs> and like from a distance. Yeah, yeah, they got the same sort of mullet-ish thing going on. Yeah. Um, so I was when I started writing my notes, I was like, Boomer running down the street. And, Whoa, wait. Benitez? Yeah. Uh, I love when he looks in and Boomer and, and Calvin aren't there and he does like an angry little clap. Yeah. Like, a, oh, they got me again. Yeah. Yeah. But they're 50 feet away. He like yeah. looks the other direction and he's there trying to carry yeah, Calvin well, away. Because yeah. Boomer's kind of sort of fireman, badly fireman carrying yeah. Calvin. The, yeah. the limp is on full display. Oh, and, yeah. and again, he Benitez runs up to him instead of just shooting him uh, and draws what I could only write down in my notes as a weapon. Do you guys <laughs> oh, know what it was that he, so it he drew? Was, uh, the, it was, um, it was, it was a nightstick. So it was like an extending nightstick, but it had a blade on the end of it. So it was like a oh. gold extending nightstick that had a knife end. Okay. Yeah. So that actually might win for wackiest yeah, weapon. I, Benitez I think uses in this I, movie. Yeah. It's called, um, it's called something. They don't always have a knife on the end. It's called like a Cobra or yeah. something like that. It has oh, a okay. name. Okay. Yeah. 
And just in case you at home, you're you're listening to this, you're like, okay, what's our final fight? Our payoff? I want to see these two big bruisers go toe-to-toe. Oh, yeah. I, I, have yeah, to, yeah. I, wrote, I wrote down Extendo Blade, like, with an exclamation yeah. point. Yeah. Nah. There, there will be none of that. <laughs> no. So, Boomer, you know, they're they're talking, they're going to go back and forth. I love that Benita says he hates football well, after spending the like, whole m- night making football puns. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> Boomer says, like, oh, did you catch my game earlier? I had a hell of a pass or something yeah. like that. Mm, yeah. And he's like, no, I hate football. And Boomer grabs, like, a piece of concrete debris yeah. from the thousand yeah. buildings that have exploded that night and just throws it at his fucking head. It just whips it at his head. Boom. Yep. Done. Benitez is dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. He gets one final like gasp of yeah. air, but that's it. He's out. Yeah, yeah. The movie almost like fakes us into thinking that oh, like that knocked him out. He's coming back, again, yeah. and because he he does, he like he opens his eye and he's got like that little breath, and then but that's like his exhale, like his death yeah. rattle, and that's it. That's oh, it but, oh, and then we have a terrible, terrible line because he says before, just before he throws it, or right after he throws it, because he's oh like, my god, I, hate I wrote football. this down too. I hate football. He throws the piece of concrete at him and it hits him. And he's like, I don't trust guys that don't like football. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Yeah. (laughs) God. (laughs) Really terrible. Like I I said, they give him really terrible one-liners that just wouldn't work no matter who said them. Yeah. My my note for that was, no, that's okay. The movie's mostly done. Tell the writers they can go home early. (laughs) We'll just wing the rest of it. It's cool. So Kelvin comes too. Our sweet boy. He, He, the, the, the terrible line uh tells kelvin that you know heaven isn't ready for him yet exactly. he has to come back and save this movie from boomer's <laughs> dialogue and uh, it, he makes a, a line about you know being glad he was wearing his his vest and then i was like so did the, the bullet just knocked you unconscious then um he also ble- he was bleeding because when he boomer puts him down there's blood on his hand okay yeah. okay well that's a little bit more yeah. believable it wasn't super believable that a, a Kevlar vest would have stopped a rifle round like that, but whatever, <laughs> it's fine. This is, I'm not going to nit- nitpick the movie at this point. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. Um, it's too, way too late. Yeah, the logic is is it's denying logic <laughs> being thrust upon well, it. So. Logic is out of this area code oh, yeah. at this point. Logic, logic got on the buses in evac <laughs> about it's an hour ago. <laughs> it's losing his shirt gambling on the floor <laughs> yeah, of that seriously. hotel. Oh man, the wolves are at my door. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so now we, uh, we go back to, um, Bat, uh, and he's, he's drinking with his boys at the house, his computer nerds. Also with, uh, and, Chekhov's, uh, oh, crossbow? Cork, o- cork opener, too. Check out, yeah, the, cor- the cork, the cork, the cork. Corkscrew. Oh, yeah, yeah, The, yeah. like, air compression cork thing, yeah, Chekhov's air compression cork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this is where we talk about the, the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so his master plan for Laura is that. Uh, she has to marry him. Or he's going to shoot her with a crossbow. Yeah. crossbow. That's how I wrote down crossbow wedding. <laughs> yeah, crossbow wedding. Uh, yeah. So uh, Laura, to her credit, is just like, actually, I would rather be shot by a crossbow. <laughs> yeah. This is, I actually, I, I kind of enjoyed their, this, this scene for how ridiculous <laughs> it was with his plan here. And then, yeah, he mentions that a, a, a wife can't be forced to, to testify or a spouse can't be testified to against another spouse. And then I, but what if she wants to? Yeah. Cause that, that is kind of a flaw in his plan is she hates you mm-hmm. yeah. more than she hates anyone else in the whole world. <laughs> not, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Well, this piece of paper says you're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is, this is fantastic. Yeah. For Laura, like I admire the moxie, but she doesn't have the best survival instinct in this yeah. movie. Uh, and then 
Boomer found the tank somewhere. Yeah. yeah there was a scene of them recovering it. Is um, uh, there, there was the cops or like the bad guys were recovering. They it, were right? recovering From it. And then I think. Uh, I think Benitez drove it to mm. over to where the explosion was. Yeah. So they weren't oh, okay. far from it or so something So they weren't like that. far, okay. Because they, yeah. they so far have not really abandoned anything else except for a couple of the, mm -hmm. the F, uh, EPA barrels that they were like loading up with the, the stolen stuff. So yeah, they've took everything else, but I think he was driving around it and that's why. Yeah, yeah. So they've, uh, they commandeered it and he drives it through Masterson's mansion. And Gets they, a much better one-liner of- Glad you're here. I've been meaning to talk to you about my contract. I don't know if we mentioned it, but Masterson owns the team that Boomer's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. They they burst out of the tank to fight bad guys. It's a like five second scene of, of just a couple punches and, and a nightstick. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Boomer so he starts yeah, after fighting his, our asthmatic yeah. villain. Well but first first he has to dodge the slowest crossbow. Oh yeah, that, in history. that was like someone threw it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because Masterson's comeback to the renegotiate my salary line is something like it's been canceled, and then he yeah, he, he shoots, he shoots the but the the sound it makes such a like a, an anemic twang yeah. crossbow. <laughs> it's like it's more of like a click, yeah. and then like it and it you I swear to God someone off camera just just took the bolt and like threw it <laughs> because that's the 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 it, it has, force it, it has it has the, the the stopping power of like those nerf yeah, yeah. arrows that you can get that don't like really burn you don't up hear or like anything. a thud of like it hitting something you hear it clattering in the background like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like good luck Stupid. trying to kill like yeah. something tells me like if, if you would have shot it it would just like all bounced off the person's chest oh very very clearly yeah i love that and then yeah and then we get boomer losing to the asthmatic yeah uh yeah, which i thought was masterson crazy. and now masterson again we've mentioned this a couple times he is actually a really big guy mm -hmm. so you see them the inviting yeah, there's a couple times where he's in doorways and he's like as tall or taller than the door <laughs> yeah, he frame. takes up like the whole <laughs> frame huge. yeah yeah uh, and so w watching this fight with no context you're just like oh yeah like that's a huge dude like he's he's gonna get his ass kicked but knowing what we know about masterson you're just like come on Come on, Boomer. Oh, you yeah. play football. <laughs> just, just fucking wipe the floor with this nerd. And uh, <laughs> so, in my notes, I had because I missed the the them opening the bottle with the little thing. Yeah, I thought it was like an EpiPen thing. But basically, Boomer's getting strangled, and he just reaches for it, and then I think he stabs him in he the heart. Stabs him like in the heart or lungs, and like or whatever, presses and the button. Presses it yeah, in, so it would pumps air into him. Yeah, 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 causing him to have a pretty nasty heart attack. Mm hmm. And uh, so then he, he Masterson kind of slowly collapses, gargling uh, where he dies on the floor. And mm -hmm. then the blood kind of you see it start going there. And uh, then we just cut to the real police rounding up the, the fake ex-police. Yeah. Considering really... What happened to all of their fucking mounted machine guns and flamethrowers yeah. yeah. that they had? There was no fight out of these guys at Some, all. They all somebody went tells down. me that they like ha like more than half of them like either got wiped out or saw themselves get wiped out by like, I'm going to be honest, probably by Benitez's pure <laughs> incompetence yeah. of trying to catch these like these two guys. Yeah. A, so beat, we... <laughs> a beat cop and an aging football player. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we catch up with uh, with our heroes. Calvin's on a stretcher. 
Uh, he wants to confess, but Boomer tells him not to. He's like, you're you've you've earned it. You know, it's cool. It's cool, buddy. Yeah, yeah you, you, you know, and uh, he tells him to think about where they were going to stash stuff, mm-hmm. because then he can kind of go find like, it. Get like a bounty. Get from a bounty. Yeah. Finder's fee Fire. from the insurance company. Yeah. Yeah. So and I was like, is that really a thing that goes on? But I, I didn't look that up. So I don't know. Maybe that's a. That's a thing insurance companies do. I I don't know. Uh, And then Boomer and Laura uh, meet up. They've got a big kiss. Mm. They they still haven't done the rest of that date, that eight-hour date that Boomer uh, (laughs) uh, guilted her into. Just about the kiss. Watching, seeing people kiss where you're only seeing the back of one of their heads is fucking bizarre. It looks like he's devouring her face. <laughs> or it, it looks just like eating her. It, or it kind of looks like like they're not even kissing. They're, he's just like. Yeah. And like, just, just like going, moving his head around or like. Rah, rah, yeah. Like maybe she's just like, uh, maybe just yeah. maybe not right now. Yeah. 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 Or like maybe it's just like the 50th take and they're both like. I can't. I can't. I can't yeah. do any more lip lip things. Yeah, <laughs> leave me alone. So this is uh, they they walk off into the sunset to a big split screen montage that kind of plays well, he's uh, like, before our credits. He's like they're like finally going off to get that white hot penising in. Yes. they're gonna go have <laughs> sex now. Yeah, and then uh, you know he and then he he goes and he plays his part of like volunteering for these kids which you can tell was a film scene because there are so many it's like we're seeing there's a bunch of boxes on the screen so there's credits around the boxes so we're seeing multiple angles of the same scene and they're clearly different takes because you'll see people in two different boxes doing Mm -hmm. different shit but in the same scene yes and then there there's long shots of just like a face talking (laughs) so there's like long dialogue uh shots in this scene that they just didn't really use Mm -hmm. and it's all of um Kelvin showing up in a nice car. It clearly yeah. worked out with the insurance agent. Yeah. Uh, Boomer is teaching kids football, and they have some conversation that ends with him telling the kids to assault Kelvin, <laughs> and he starts sprinting away. Yeah, and Kelvin we all like swarmed. laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's there. And then uh, credits roll, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the taking of Beverly Hills. What a what a tour de force. I actually had fun with this. We'll get right into final thoughts here. This is a fun, stupid, over-the-top action movie. Just enjoy it for what it is. It's exploding everything, and it's so just left field in certain places, like the weird weapons that Benitez brings, the tank, the fact that everything's made of kerosene colliding with other kerosene, it's just a good mindless excuse to have some popcorn, honestly. Like, just have fun with it. Oh, yeah. I give it five crystal decanter Molotov cocktails out of five. <laughs> um, I For a movie that I never heard anything about uh, until maybe a year or so ago, I think I was just, like, looking at lists of movies from around this time just trying to find stuff like this. And I came across it, and I looked at a trailer for it, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, there's so many explosions, as we've said, like, over and over again. Like, they built 
recreations of streets and neighborhoods and just blow up every house or drive through it with a tank because it's just made of styrofoam and add a little bit of wood. So there's a ridiculous amount of destruction and action for a, a movie. And it, they had $19 million to make it. That's like $5 million less than Point Break. Like, uh, uh, it's more wow. than some other movies, other action movies at the time, like uh, uh, that are um, kind of doing the same thing. Um, it's definitely better than other diehard and lethal. It's kind of both diehard and lethal weapon. And it's better than a lot of the clones that you do hear about. Like Showdown in Little Tokyo with Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee uh, is a much lower budget movie, $8 million. But that one often is talked about in conversations. Not necessarily that it's good, but mm. it's kind of one of those knockoff movies that get talked about. And this just swept under the rug. Yeah, it, it had yeah. a really limited release when it came out, made less than a million dollars. Um, and, and for all of like, yeah, it's, I guess, generic or, or, or bad in some sense, but it is better than a lot of other bad movies that I hear about that are not really watchable. That's kind of the thing with this movie. I love, especially the eighties, nineties action movie era. That's what I grew up with as a kid. That's where all of my heroes are from basically is, is those movies. And watching this, I was just like, yeah, this is, this fits the mold. I don't know why bombed as hard as it did yeah. and i have to think that the studio really must have someone must have really wanted to kill this thing yeah. limited because, release yeah the studio was going through like i said was going through some sort of bankruptcy and it was shelved for a couple of years and i suspect that they probably had some sort of insurance <laughs> that if the movie didn't do well so they just <laughs> intentionally tanked their yeah. own movie to get like a payout yeah. on their way out the door that's almost poetic like that. for this movie it's true yeah it really is yeah. Because, like, as someone who loves big, dumb action movies, this is a big, dumb action movie. This was right up my alley, right? It, it takes you a little long to get into. Those yeah. first five minutes are a slog <laughs> because it is just a sweet music video B-roll. But once you're into it and once things start going, they never stop, right? The crazy train doesn't have any mm -hmm. breaks for this movie. And I'm just so floored by the fact that this isn't even kind of a cult classic no yeah, yeah. And, and and especially where it's directed by the same guy who directed superman 4 so yeah. it's like you would think people and a couple other movies that are like notably stupid and bad and you think even just from that in circles of like of people like us who watch these kind of things it would be talked about more but it's really not and it's it's so surprising that it just like now is on my radar and and i still don't see much about it but i'm hoping this will yeah. this will get the conversation going yeah. and more people other 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 podcasts that are the exact same as us will talk about it too yeah it's it's like one of those like films that i've just like one of the moments i have like the most fun with like i'm not watching it just to you know just for the story or stuff like this i'm watching it cuz it's fun and i remember every time like i'd pause and i'd laugh my ass off because it like something that like Calvin would say, or something that's hilariously like weird, like the whole like parking garage going up in flames. Like it's it's like a really really fun watch, and it's actually something that I probably will watch again. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll definitely the watch like the rewatchability of this is very yeah. high. All right, I think that about covers it. Yeah, um, I, d I don't... This movie was out of print for a long time, so there doesn't seem to be anybody that's officially streaming it. There is a copy on YouTube mm -hmm. that I think is in full screen, so it might be a little zoomed in, So, but it's... Yeah, it doesn't... It, I don't think... Is that the version you watched? That's the version I watched. Yeah. It's uh, about 480p. It Honestly, 
for this kind of movie from this era, it fits. It, yeah. it really does. Well, you, the you version don't... that me and Gabby had is from the Blu-ray, and it is it is a decent looking movie. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's pretty. It's a nice clean look. Uh, so it really it never looked cheap, which is which was good. Mm-hmm. Other than the times I said where they linger on the exploded houses a little too long, and it's yeah. like ah, it doesn't have rooms in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, it never really looks or feels cheap, and so it, it's a yeah. nice looking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can watch a copy of it on YouTube, or you could uh, just dive right in and buy a Blu-ray of it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know what? If you're an action movie fan. You could do worse. It's worth you could do a lot it's worse. It's worth having on the shelf. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. like we said, just the rewatchability of it over other things that may be dumb and or like bad, good, bad. You know, it's it's certainly ahead of a lot of those. So what is coming up? Well, Gabby had had made the suggestion mm-hmm. that since it's summertime, which is funny because we're recording at the beginning of summer when this episode airs. Yeah. Will be some other time. Um but uh, we're going to go to summer camp. I'm not going to introduce this movie the way I was going to introduce it, but I'll tell you guys afterwards <laughs> what I was going to say. Keep the mic on. Um, <laughs> um, oh, we're going to be watching Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. Yep. Is the, is the second part? It is. So, yeah, it's, so. uh, it's, it's a wild ride. It takes... Um, You've seen it before. Oh, I've seen I've yeah, seen I, um, the whole series. The oh whole God, Sleepaway yeah. Camp series. <laughs> yeah, I've only ever watched the first one. And you've not watched the first one at all. I've so not seen I'm, any of them. I'm uh, I'm definitely going to rewatch the first one to watch the second one. So if uh, I think we can allot a little bit of time at the beginning to at least... It's nece- it is there is yeah. things about the second movie that are necessary to there are character yeah. bleeds mm-hmm. so I would say uh, watch the first one you won't be disappointed excellent um, I plan on doing that do, tonight people do talk about the first one a lot mm-hmm. so I do feel it, it I do feel what's well, go against the mold or against the grain or whatever yeah. break the mold go against the grain talk about the second one which I've not seen so I'm looking forward to watching it oh, yeah. I've heard that it's pretty crazy it, uh, so yeah it's very crazy it um, you know it it comes from like stemming from I think like the 80s and like the 90s of always trying to have like either a remake or a sequel mm. or multiple sequels to a horror movie so this is like well deep into you know movies like Halloween 4 or Halloween oh yeah it's it's which, which is surprising because when you watch the first movie, you're like, was this made in 1973? Yeah. Because it's super low, but I don't know. They, oh, yeah. it, like, it maybe has like a $50,000 budget. It's ridiculous how low budget it was, but it was like one of the top movies of the year, like, or at least for like a few weekends. It made a shitload of money. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of word of mouth for the first movie because there are, mm-hmm. it's violent. It's a good slasher movie. It has some crazy twists in it and stuff. And some truly bonkers defy acting that defies all logic in that movie. Um, And one of the best lines ever, which is uh, eat shit and and die, Ricky, and responded to with eat Eat shit and live, Bill. Bill. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Definitely watch the first one. We'll give the uh, brief uh, overview of it at the beginning of that episode, but we'll dive into the into the second one. All right. Sounds good. See you next week, campers. Until next time. Yes. I hate football. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that chained-up man you keep in your basement. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult, or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.